Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special episode of Blah Blah Podcast. Ooh, you must feel so special because we're pumping out so many episodes for you. Well, you're not. Nobody's special. Good night. Okay, anyway. Hi, I'm Jason Green, and with me as always is Sean Smith. Hello there. Uh, Mike Dowling, Big D. Hey, hello. And the horror movie connoisseur, Mr. Dan Katz. Well, you got the well, horror part that, right. That was that was quite an intro, I must say. I wasn't expecting mm. such a high title. DK. <laughs> DK Dan Katz. And Sean, we are here for a special occasion. Uh, you have the brilliant idea, uh, since it's March, and people yes. who like sports do March Madness, which is like brackets and all that mm-hmm. crazy-ass shit. Tournament. You're doing, yeah, tournament. <laughs> Thank you. You're doing one for uh, horror monster, horror movie monster villains. Yes. As far as the eye can see, there's a ton of them on this bracket, and we're going to be uh, seeing who's the winner. Yes, so, Jason. Uh, this that, this is a very uh, th- this is a one of, one of a kind idea. No one has ever thought of this ever before. Ever in your life, ever in the history of humanity. In fact, why would anyone ever want to do something like this? I it, this is just too much work. I don't know why anyone and, would want to do. You this. know, even if someone did something like this, it, you know, you shouldn't like copy them at all. At least no. ask for permission. No, you know? absolutely. And you know what? If you're going to copy, at least do a good job of copying it. Yeah, not like a cut and paste. Like you know, you know, put a little effort into it. But exactly. that's neither here nor there. Well, what what are we doing here, Sean? You know, run run it run it by us real quick. Like uh, like you're a professor and we're your students. All right. Well, basically, and I want to stay after for extra credit. Ooh. Okay. Uh, well, basically, we have a total of sixty four uh, horror villains. Uh, just like in the NCAA tournament, you have sixty four teams. Um, and it's it, we have an entire bracket. If you want to go onto our website or even on to uh, our Twitter page or Facebook page, uh, you can see the entire bracket as, we're, as we uh, go down each side uh, for each matchup. And basically, uh, we're going to be judging each matchup, and this is based on seeding. So just like they do in basketball, you're seeded from either a one seed all the way down to a 16 seed, and we have 14 of those on the bracket. So basically, in case you couldn't figure it out, a number one seed is the best, and number 16 is the worst. Um, that way it keeps it keeps it fair. That way you don't have any, uh, you know, bad matchups, un- un- unfair matchups, let's say. Um, and basically the way we're going to be scoring this is we have uh, a couple categories that you can hit on uh, in your argument. Overall, you could just pick someone and if you really wanted to. But uh, the way that we should be judging is based off of uh, cultural significance as a category. You can judge off of design of the character and to me, the most important thing to judge off of is an actual head-to-head battle between the two characters and who would win. Like, let's say you put them into a gladiatorial pit and they have to fight each other. Who's going to win? Um, and that's basically, and we're going to be voting uh, as a majority. You know, this we're going to be taking the popular vote, if you will. Um, and whoever uh, wins uh, the vote will then move on to the next round. This is all the first round that we're going to be going uh, going over. We'll be doing the second round in a following episode, and so on and so on. And Jason, I actually have a little uh, little idea for this tournament. If uh, if you would like to hear it, is it uh, uh, skins versus uh, shirts? <laughs> no, it is not. I think it would be an interesting idea. If uh, just like how in American Idol, I know everyone's a fan of American Idol, recently canceled. This is American Idol. That was my Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, close enough. Um, I think it would be a good idea if 
me personally, because this is my tournament bracket, uh, if I give myself one executive order or a veto, whatever you want to call it, for one of these <laughs> matchups. So if if I totally disagree with whatever the uh, outcome is of, of just one for this entire tournament, I can I can use my veto slash executive order card. Including the final match? If if I care to, maybe. We'll see. All right, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I think it puts a nice little wrinkle in there, but I think... So, so, so he, that's it. He wants to play the Trump card. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike, uh, is there like Slow a mini clap. version of you I can just Slow carry clap. around? In your pocket? Uh, yes, but I don't feel like detaching him. <laughs> Jason, do you want to put yeah, a... That, that is a mini version. Jason, do you want to put a mic in your pocket? Yes. I'd like to hold Mike's next mic. To, next to your watch? <laughs> Anyway. Okay, anyway, uh, let's just let's, let's do this. <laughs> All right, let's start off with our first matchup, and we're going to be going from top to bottom, uh, starting on the left oh, side of the yeah. bracket. Uh, we're going to start with a uh, number one seed against a number 16 seed. Uh, number one seed for this this part of the bracket, we have Freddy Krueger from the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Oh, yeah, um, bitch. And uh, he's going to be <laughs> That's facing... more like Scary Terry. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's the number one seed, and he's going to be facing off against uh, Jacob Goodnight, who is a 16 seed. Uh, <laughs> What's he from? <laughs> What's he from? Jason, It'll be he... funny when he goes like this, too. It's even better, the reveal. Jason, he is uh, from the See No Evil series. Oh, it's Kane. It, yes. yes. All you had to say was Kane. <laughs> Did I ever take the time, But Kane then you would time? think of Poltergeist. Oh. No, I think of Kane. Did I, did uh... I ever take the time? Kane signed a see no evil poster for me. Oh, is that comp- and you didn't remember Jacob Goodnight from that? I just knew him as Kane. <laughs> yeah, he has a signed poster of the movie. He doesn't know the villain. Well, I didn't say his name movie. in the poster. Just said see no evil with Kane. Well, so he has a signed the poster and you never saw the movie? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, basically, before we get into the actual matchup portion, I do have some statistics on these people. Um... Freddy Krueger, as as I mentioned from the Nightmare on Elm Street series, he has a total of nine film appearances, and his powers and skills range from uh, razor-sharp uh, clawed gloves, uh, nightmare control including strength, shape-shifting, teleportation, regeneration, and an ability to start fires with his mind. Doesn't use that one too often, but he has it. That's a thing? That is a thing. Um, wow. And Jacob, Jacob, good night. He is. You don't two. have the Freddy two Freddy's Revenge uh, powers in there. No, it's not worth it. <laughs> um, Did you include? I don't. Remember, I didn't hear. Did you say shape shifting? Because remember when he turned into that uh, yeah. centipede and started smoking a bong? Yep, that's yeah. part of it. <laughs> um, uh, Jacob, good night. He has two film appearances total, and his powers are murder skills, brute strength, and possible more uh, immortality. We're not sure if he's immortal or not, but he might be. So uh, I know you've seen Sino Evil 2, right? Have you seen Sino Evil 2 also, Mike? Yes, I have. Okay. So we know what he survived from the first movie. Yes. (laughs) Which Mm. I've seen uh, lesser people go go down for less. Yeah. Let's just say. Um, So is this just a clear-cut winner of this one, or does anyone want to fight for Uh, Jacob Goodnight? (laughs) No, I believe Freddy is saying good night to Jacob. Yeah, I think it's oh, yeah, probably bitch. purposefully put on there as a 16C because his name is Goodnight because you knew he wasn't going to win. Well, against I have. Him. I really feel like that you did that one on purpose. I did not do that one on purpose. <laughs> um, but if if it's any constellation, um, I will 
I will I'll fight for Jacob Goodnight. Um, he is supposed he supposedly has a th- a three foot penis. So <laughs> I like think, the real cane. Yes, I think that gives him a slight edge uh, in the. I don't think it's in any category, but it's a, it's an edge nonetheless. Freddie has four, sometimes five edges. So. <laughs> Um, but clearly Freddy yeah, wins. If you want to include video games, up to 10. Yeah. Well, we're only counting movies, so... Um, Fair enough. Yep. Uh, Jacob Goodnight goes goodnight like a normal person. He's dead. <laughs> yeah, I, I think yeah, so Freddy... We say see no evil because no one has seen this movie. <laughs> well, we've seen it, at least. <laughs> Just you guys, no one else. Although the one with the signed poster We've all made mistakes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the best part. Yeah. Uh, so I think Freddie easily wins that one, and he's moving on to the next round. Uh, let's go to our next matchup. We have a number eight seed against a number nine seed. We have uh, the number eight seed, the Baba Duke, um, who is he has one film appearance, and his powers and skills include uh, supernatural abilities such as possession, telekinesis, and shape shifting. Uh, and he's going to be going up against what are actually called the Graboids, which are Tremors from the Tremor series. Um, that's a hmm. they could they I just feel like they're like in two different dimensions. Would they even be able to touch each other? <laughs> I don't know, Jason. See, that's what we're gonna find out. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's the, that's the whole point of this. Um, the Graboids have five total film appearances, and their powers are hypersensitive to sound and ability to see underground, and they can use their tongues to grab with. Are like you me. Only talking about the main Graboid creatures. You talk yeah. about all the different fucking just versions the ma- of them that pop off. And that's a, that's another that- important thing to mention in this uh, tournament is only one character is, is available from each okay. movie. So series. no ass blasters. Yeah. No. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Oh, and speaking hey. of grabbing things with their tongue, Evan Moore. Well, when you're famous, they just let you do anything. <laughs> 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 Evan Moore has joined the party, ladies and gentlemen. Let's continue talking about horror movie monsters and who would win and who would lose. Evan, you only missed one matchup. It was Freddy Krueger versus Jacob Goodnight from uh, uh, Freddy Krueger. The end. Okay. <laughs> right? Like I'm we agreed. Even... On, like, I, 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 if Freddy Krueger gets knocked out this early on, I'm out. Evan, like, I on. made I made a good argument for Jacob Goodnight. Okay. It, it wasn't Go good ahead. enough. <laughs> no. Re- you were gonna vote for. Fuck you, Sean. You he made a good reason for him because Jacob Goodnight has a three-foot dick. Come on. Now. Oh, okay. What is he, Christian Grey now? Jesus. <laughs> He's a three-foot, not three-inch. Uh, anyway. see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we have Evan now on now. And Evan, the current matchup that we're doing is uh, the number eight seed, the Duke versus... Uh, graboids, which are actually what the tremors are called, the number nine seed. Yeah, I'm. I'm. How how are we working this? Are we just saying which one we think? Oh boy. Okay, let's go over this again. Oh jeez. So uh, basically, you Didn't can. Didn't I say you would have to say the instructions I know. twice? Uh, the basically, you can form your your argument based off of either uh, cultural significance, the design of the character, or an actual head to head battle. But what over... about what about quality of the film? Well, there's multiple films in certain people's... Okay, uh, that's a good point, because the first Tremors is a classic, and the other ones are not. I Yes, I agree. But uh, I think if you were to just go off of film quality, I think this would be a much easier tournament to go through. <laughs> yeah, I would I would agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Okay, thank you for reiterating the rules for anyone who might have popped in oh, late. Yeah, and you like also me. missed the part where Sean has an executive vote for any matchup that he can reverse one time. Oh, hold on there, President <laughs> yeah. Trump. Talking about. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No, Hope, he doesn't. Hopefully, I don't have to use it ever in this tournament, but it's there yeah, if we'll needed. Let's see. All right. You. Well, you know, what, I, I did you. ask if that included the finals, just just so you know. And the see, this is, is yes. this is Mama Duke and the Graboids. Yes. All right, I'm going with Graboids. And why? Have you seen the first Tremors, dude? The, those that shit is scary. Any amount of pressure you put on the ground, they'll fuck you up. That's true, but at the same time, you can summon the Babadook just by reading a book. So yeah, but does Babadook have weight to him? I not really. I would argue that he probably doesn't. But I feel like the the Babadook's only. Uh, well, okay, when you read the Babadook book, could you be anywhere, or does it have to be, like, the house where he died, you know, like the typical ghost movie trope? Because if so, like, the Graboids can go anywhere. Yeah. And that makes them better. Well, not anywhere. Uh, I mean, they can go underground. Only underground. But, you know. Yeah, yeah but that, and the ground is everywhere. And I feel like they probably they can't, can't go in the ocean, the, Jason. The, the, yeah, I feel like they also probably can't go, like, all the way through the, the Earth to a certain point. Wait, this doesn't include melt. the ass blasters, no, right? No, I mean, no, no, no. No. <laughs> okay. All right. I already asked this. Including the ass blasters, then no contest at all. Ass blasters win. Um, I'm still going with graboids uh, because Bar- uh, Baba Duke. You know, you figure if he's floating around and shit, he's got to disturb the surface of the Earth in some way. But he, so, if he's floating around, they might not be able to get him. Ah, oh, come on, dude. They can get him. <laughs> what with their tongues? <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. it. I don't know. I'm I, personally, I'm going to say Baba Duke on this one. I think Baba Duke would win in a head-to-head matchup, and I think that even though I, I like the design of of the the Graboids, um, I think the, more people probably know what the nobody even knows that they're called the Graboids. So no, they're called the Tremors. Yeah, well, but they're not really. Uh, so I'm, I know. Yeah, so I'm going to go Baba Duke on this one. What do you guys think? Well, here's I'm going to say Graboids. It, how many Graboids versus the Baba Duke? Just one. Well. Right. Like, oh! It has to be one because of the rules you made in the beginning, right? But one can attract more of the same. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. All of a sudden, you got so many fucking graboids underground, and then Kevin Bacon. So I'm going with graboids. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I I resonate with Evan. Mike, what do you think? I'm I'm torn because I I I want to say the Babadook, but the thing is, one of the big parts, one of the big things about that movie is that you don't actually know if the Babadook is real or if it's in the head of the oh, mother. Okay, well then by default the Graboids <laughs> win because, because they'd be fighting something that's not real. Then it's just the Graboids versus someone's I, mom. And that's, I the, kinda, <laughs> that's an easy one. I, kinda, I, I like the Babadook more, but I, I feel like for this I have to go with the Graboids. All right then, I guess, well Dan, your vote doesn't count, but yeah. I, would you have gone with the Graboids? Um, definitely as far as cultural significance, I still feel like regardless of the name, Tremors is probably still more well-known than the Babadook, even though people talked about it a lot. It's only been out mm-hmm. two years. Uh, and I feel Good like movie, the Babadook yeah. is going to be really weird to try fitting anywhere later on this tournament just because of what he is or isn't. So I feel like yeah, there's a gray area there. Yeah. So I feel like 
the Tremors or the Graboids kind of get a pass on this one not, because not to mention that. I really want to like, like imagine the Graboids later on too. I know that's cheating and looking ahead. Well, but the Graboids really are going like to be facing the, Freddy Krueger in the next round, so I would lo- like that's a great matchup <laughs> that we could have a real great. You know, the Bobby Duke versus Freddy Krueger is great, but now we're really talking. You know what I mean with the, mm-hmm. the Graboids? <laughs> okay. All right, let's move on to the next matchup. We have a number five seed versus a number 12 seed. We have number five seed, Chucky. Um, he's been in six films so far, about to be seven. They're filming the seventh one right now. Oh, God. Um, the last one was actually pretty decent. Yes, it was. It was pretty yeah. good. Like Really? Because yeah. I hadn't liked any of the other ones up to that point. Oh, no. It's, oh, no. What's the new, it's, what's it's better the than one? everything after the second one. Unless uh, you it's like called Bride of Curse of Chucky. Oh, of course. What's next? Yeah. Revenge? Uh, cult like Bri- bride oh, of chucky has its it's it's good parts to it but it then also has its bad things that led the seed of chucky but curse of chucky is just yeah. about as good since it's been since the second one like yeah it, it goes back to a more straightforward horror movie mm. uh like single location takes place just in this house and basically uh, we have no money so <laughs> you know what's yeah, oh, that's, ex- that's exactly what it was you know what's a sin about the first great one in it so, you know what's the yeah. about the first one is there's a point up into the movie where you don't really know if it's really happening, and then he turns his head and Brad Dorff's just like "fuck you, you stupid." He tries to throw him in the, the fire, whole, <laughs> and the whole movie's ruined I, from that I think point they out. Kind of do a similar thing almost in Curse of Chucky because hmm. they don't show him doing stuff immediately. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, so uh, Chucky's the number five seed. Uh, his powers and skills include high intelligence, uh, experience with voodoo and spells. Uh, strength, and serial killing. Strength, uh, stealth, and speed. You're um, doing body possession? Well, that's part of the voodoo and spells. Okay. It's actually technically inanimate object possession, so... <laughs> no, because the, the entire series up until, like, one point... Uh, almost every movie is him trying to get back into a human body. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, you're right. But that's part you're, of the voodoo... Well, yeah. right, right, right. Uh, and What's he's, the next? <laughs> who's he, he fighting? He's facing... <laughs> he's facing Victor Crowley, <laughs> uh, who is... Oh, Mr. Krabs? No, he's from the Hatchet series. Um, he is uh, that three... was a good book. <laughs> okay. Uh, I no, read that Jason. book, but he has a uh, literary th- jokes, huh? He has three film appearances, and his powers include superhuman strength, extreme durability, and immortality. Um. So yeah, what do you guys think about this one? Because this one's e- this one's easy for me. It's it's definitely Victor Crowley. Yeah, because Chucky's a doll, so Crowley can just step on him. Okay. Babe, babe, if, if Victor Crowley reminds me a lot of Jason Voorhees. What well, is and Jason? If yeah. <laughs> yeah. <all> Jason. <laughs> but if we're going to just go that route, I mean, it, there's no contest here. Chucky, you, I know that there's been different creative ways that they killed him, but realistically speaking, from, from a, like a real-world perspective, you can cut the doll into little pieces, burn it, get rid of it completely, shred it, I mean, really destroy the damn thing, mm-hmm. and, and Victor Crowley can easily do that. So, yeah, no I, contest Victor Crowley. I think the but old. the other thing about that is they've also brought him back a whole bunch of crazy ways, too. Like, he was rebuilt, and he was sewn back together. <laughs> like Sure, but you need someone else to do that. <laughs> His blood was just mixed in with the molding. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. I think the only That's thing... how he came back in three... <laughs> The only uh, thing that I think that Chucky could possibly take is cultural significance because I think more people true. know who he yeah. is mm. and the, the you know the movies are they you know they had a decent but, impact but everything so he's else he's got that but then he, he, because the cultural significance only lasted I think so long like Evan re- didn't even realize that there was another one yeah and uh, like his Chucky's um, uh, I don't know popularity I guess mm-hmm. just took a nosedive after Seed. 
Chucky yeah, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I've never liked Chucky. Like Hatchet, the, the first one, I've only seen the first one. It was a good movie. It was fun. Chucky, I really, really, really have not ever liked a child's play movie. I only saw the first two, and I was like, fuck this. They're stupid. I don't like them. Okay, so, is, do, does anyone want to vote for Chucky at all? No. No. Okay. Sorry. Chucky Moving cheese. on. <laughs> I... I, I I would in some ways, but I, I feel like I mean that's a big upset yeah. to be honest with you. Like, yeah, I, I like well, Chucky a lot. Five I do like Chucky a lot, <laughs> but if it's a fucking head-to-head fight, All trapped right. in a cage, yeah. Like, all right, next matchup we have <laughs> uh, number four seed against the number thirteen seed. The number four seed being Frankenstein, <laughs> Frankenstein's monster. Um, he has a total of fifty plus film appearances. Wow, really. Um, yeah, and uh, his powers include strength, indestructibility, and inhuman learning speed, which is only in the 1994 movie and the book. Um, Wait, was that the Robert De Niro one? Yes. Yeah, yes. which was uh, technically the most accurate adaptation uh, to Mary Shelley's book, well, but the best no, Frankenstein movie is actually Son of Frankenstein. There actually have been other ones. That was probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen, is the Mary Son? Shelley. Son? Oh. He didn't yeah, like well. You didn't anyway. like the Kenneth Branagh? Yeah. Nah. Anyway, he's facing oh. uh, the Piranhas, which are the number 13 seed. Uh, they have a total of five film appearances, and their powers include uh, fast swimmers, superior five senses, a strong bite that can reduce victims to skeletons in under a minute. Damn. I just want to say for Frankenstein's the very first Frankenstein movie that he walked out into open water. Well, here's the big problem <laughs> with this matchup. Um, without water? Yeah. <laughs> The That's the piranhas it. don't exist. Yeah. So yeah, but unless they're fighting in like a special but, tank, but that, but that gives but that gives the piranhas such D an advantage. They somehow got into a water park. Yeah. <laughs> they came out of faucets <laughs> and shit. I, not let's not forget. There's uh, seventy uh, water seventy percent of the earth. True. Land. But I think if you're doing head to head battle, it's no contest. Well, um, who knows if Frankenstein can swim or not? He would probably just drown. Well, you're also assuming that they're going to be in or a bodily Frankenstein of water. Or that Frankenstein breathes either. Uh, yeah. Do piranhas eat dead flesh, or do they only eat... I think they would eat anything, to be honest with you. Yeah. No, I don't think... Piranhas aren't really scavengers. Hmm. They're not, like... They don't pick something after it's dead. They pick it clean, and then that's it. And then they let, like, crabs and bottom feeders eat it. So that's actually a really good point. Mm. Because if he doesn't have blood flowing through his veins, they might not even notice him. I mean, you're just making the case for Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. I mean, I, that's where vote, I was going I'm not anyway. For piranhas, anyway. I think but. Frankenstein's monster wins on every single one of these categories. If, does anyone else disagree? Uh, it, on cultural significance alone. Yeah. I mean, th- we can argue back and forth. Oh, Chucky. Yeah. Well, maybe the popularity waned in and out. Frankenstein's monster. It doesn't get much bigger than that. Uh, I also am going to agree how, with how Mike. Often, like, how many years are there yeah. between Frankenstein movies? It's not really that long, regardless of quality. There's always there's a lot of them. We, you know? we, we still remember the, the 32, right? 32 Karloff film. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's staying power right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Piranhas are piranhas. Fuck them. They exist in real life, too. Yeah. I, they, like, I'm talking... You're not going to beat Frankenstein in terms of cultural significance, especially if you're the fucking piranhas. Also, I agree with Mike, the dead flesh argument. And realistically, Frankenstein can be torn apart and put back 
together. You know what I mean? As long as you have I lightning. Just, yeah. Plus, if lightning <laughs> strikes the water, all the piranhas die. So well. <laughs> he could be like a lightning rod. The lightning hits him. He's powerful. And then all the piranhas die in the water. So I'm going with Frankenstein's monster, hands down. It sounds like there's literally no argument to, to, to pick the piranhas. Jason, yeah. <laughs> what do you think? No, I agree. Okay. Uh, Frankenstein was- Fuck All the right. piranhas. I already, I already circled a Frankenstein's monster. So <laughs> before it even started, Sean already picked who wins. Rigged, uh, fake. Let's go to, to the uh, crooked Sean. <laughs> let's go to the next one. We have uh, the number six seed against the number eleven seed. We have uh, Carrie in a number six seed. Uh, she... Wait, which version? Is it the Chloe Grace Moretz version your favorite? No, that movie actually well, this stuck. includes. Both because of the, yeah. the list includes appearances. So. Yeah, so it's I mean it literally it's it's the same. And they it's have an adaptation this, of a character from a novel. Yeah, so. they have the same powers and everything. So it doesn't matter. Uh, they okay. uh, like you said, two film appearances, and their power is tele- three. Three. The TV one. Oh, uh, that was it was We're a not, TV movie. Okay. Yeah, we don't count right. TV. Okay, we don't count TV. Oh, all right. Um, and her power is telekinesis. So. Okay. Yes, that's all she has. Uh, and she's going up against Dr. Carl Hill, who's number 11 seed. He has, uh, by the way, in case you don't know, he's from the Reanimator, Reanimator series. Uh, he is the villain mm. in, in uh, Reanimator and uh, Bride of Reanimator. Um, and his powers are extreme intelligence, mind control of reanimated corpses, and he's able to fly with bat wings in the second one. I. Okay, I hadn't seen the second one. I hadn't seen there. the second one, so that really tripped me up. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have to go with with Carrie here. Uh, I really hate to say that too, uh, because I'm not a huge Carrie fan, uh, and I just think you know, Carrie just snaps his neck. Have you seen that first movie where she's she doesn't the have a neck, Evan? He's a head. Yeah. But she can rip. She can rip him apart. How? You know I mean? How can like, she rip him apart? Dude, with her mind. Dude, she could throw him up in the air. She could throw him off a cliff. Like she, she's pretty fucking powerful. And he'll when fly she back up. <laughs> I mean, come on. Look, I, I, I'm, I'm just gonna go with Carrie here. I just think that any way that he goes to attack, she can technically stop him if she's angry and, enough and cover enough pig's blood. And here's the thing: if she's supposed to be like a ridiculously powerful telekinetic. Which she, I mean, she, her powers. She has. She, yeah. I mean, she's powerful, but sometimes she has trouble controlling her powers too. Mm. You know, it's not. Mm, ma- but, but when but she's not controlling is, her powers, is when she's most powerful. Well, maybe she's controlling her powers. Well, I don't know. Because with telekinesis, that means you can move anything with your mind, mm-hmm. and like, of course, we're going into realms of possibilities here. She could technically be moving his fucking brain around in his fucking head. Like, well, I think the wild card of all this not not only the fact that he's able to fly around, which would make it a, a slightly more she, difficult for him for her to to, yeah. to affect well, him. Well, she can move stuff with her mind. She could technically fly too. Mm, that's true, but does she do that in the original one? Does she fly? No. I, I know in the remake she does. But I think she did in the she book. She flies in the remake. Fuck that. She, she kind of levitates a bit. I think she levitated in the original book too, though. I think. Okay. Um, yeah, she did. If I remember correctly. But I, the one thing that Dr. Carl Hill has that is really an advantage is he can he can control the corpses. <laughs> if he has corpses, I mean, if she's killing people around him, he if if you know done correctly and they're reanimated. Uh, but what, but they're not reanimated. But how is he going to be able to reanimate them 
Yeah, he's control. not reanimating the corpses. He can control them if they're reanimated. She's if just his body portion kids. is injecting them with the juice, <laughs> then they can come that back. It takes a lot of time while Carrie's wreaking havoc. She can do, like... Yeah, th- this is kind of... She can throw his head and his body and two in a different directions, yeah. like miles and miles <laughs> apart if she wanted to, and then and what the fuck is he going to do? I'm, 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 I'm so, I guess I'm, so I'm just going to die on this horse then. I'm feeling that Carrie could at least... Immobilize the body so he prevent him from reanimating people. Yeah, and then the the head, you know, that's just cake at that point. He would never yeah. be able to. I'm touch gonna go her with Carrie. Carrie could just like her. you know throw several cinder blocks on him, and then there you go. He's pudding. She could topple a building on him if she really wanted to. She More pudding. Crack the asphalt half in the remake. So. She got some power. <laughs> well, looks like I'm not winning this one. So I guess Carrie. Sorry, Sean. So I love you. You had me at split. first. I love Reanimator. <laughs> if it was if it was for the for the heroes of the movie, Herbert West, uh, mm-hmm. I'd be arguing for. But he's it, not but a villain. Of course, that's what I said yeah. for the heroes. All right, and you know what? Maybe next year we'll do a heroes bracket. Who knows? Mm. Um, anyway, like lots of final girls on their list. It's going to be all women. Uh, <laughs> all teenage women. Yes. <laughs> Oh, right. the girl from the fifth Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, oh, uh, uh, which one was that? Oh, yeah, the I kind of didn't have to survive story. Jason. You mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway. The girl who survived Jason. The girl who survived Freddy. Uh... All right, let's move on to the next matchup. We have uh, a number three seed against number fourteen seed. We have uh, number three seed uh, Pazuzu. Um, in case Pazuzu. you don't know, Pazuzu is the demon. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, pe- some people may not know this. She's it, Pazuzu is the demon that is inside Reagan in The Exorcist. Um, and Pazuzu. <laughs> How many movies did they go before? It's the second movie that they name, right? Yeah, they named they named Pazuzu well, in the second one. No, I'm pretty sure that in the first one they mentioned the demon Pazuzu. I don't right? think they mentioned no, the demon. They didn't no, mention, they, they didn't, didn't mention the, the name. They thought it was too hokey. Like. <laughs> it was. Yeah. I think it was in the book. I think the the, the, the yeah, it was, it was all over the book, but uh, but they didn't they actually mention it, it on screen they, until they left yeah. it out of the original movie because it was. Well, what about sounds... the director's cut? It is possible. They might John, have... fuck you! I don't know. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right, no. whatever, whatever. No, so actually, I think the, I'm kidding. In the director's cut, I still think they don't mention the name Pazuzu okay. until right, the fair enough. Uh, Pazuzu uh, has uh, technically four film appearances, maybe five if you count the two versions of the fourth one. Um, uh, his powers include supernatural powers, possession, and psychological torture. Um, Wait, was was Pazuzu in Exorcist Three? Yeah, yeah, mm, no, well, no, because that was the Gemini Killer, which is and rip, which and I believe, <laughs> which I believe was <laughs> was was created by Pazuzu, if I'm not mistaken. I haven't seen Exorcist Three in a long time. <laughs> you're, you're really mm. trying to delve back. Okay, well, I'm gonna, yeah. Um, and Pazuzu is going to be facing off against Daryl Revok, who is a number 14 seed. He is the villain in the movie Scanners. Uh, he has uh, one, film oh. appear- <laughs> one film appearance, nice. and his powers include he's able to read minds, he has te- uh, te- telepathy, mind control, telekinesis, and he can explode heads of non-scanners. With probably the best head explosion ever. Yes. They used a real gun, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they they actually shot that head. It's so cool looking. It looks great. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is an interesting one because really all Pazuzu can do is possess people, and if if they're possessed, he Revok could still explode their head. Here's the other thing: he has telepathy, right? 
Yeah. If we're going, he's like a, a high level telepath. He can stop himself. No, but you just possessed. wait, Sean. You just argued for Pazuzu because if Pazuzu possesses somebody, he can explode their head. But then Pazuzu just goes away into another body. Yeah. So, but, but what I was so, just saying is, if he's a high level telepath, there's a good chance he can stop himself from being possessed because he has control over his entire mind. Well, the he problem can stop himself from being possessed, but he can never stop Pazuzu ever. The problem with that, and I'm kind of going against my own argument with this. <laughs> Is that at the end, spoiler, of Scanners, um, he technically his brother possesses his mind. Yeah. So Pazuzu could technically get in there, but I feel like he's strong enough to make sure that Pazuzu doesn't actually enter his his, you know, his body. It's 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 tough. What do you guys think? Uh, uh, I'll, I'll oh. first. My, my vote is for Pazuzu. Um, like I said, y- you know, y- if he can stop himself from getting possessed, Pazuzu can just go to another body, and then it's, if he explodes his head, Pazuzu leaves and goes to another body. Like any way in this fight, Pazuzu is safe. So, so over and over and over again, Pazuzu can find a way to outsmart him, right? But. By the end of the day, there's no way for him to kill Pazuzu. So Pazuzu, Pazuzu was my default. I'm I'm conflicted. Yeah. I'm <laughs> conflicted because um, you know, Evan's right. Like, there's really no way Pazuzu can be killed. But I feel uh, what's the scanner's guy's name again? Daryl Revok. I feel like Revok has the upper hand when it comes to combat. But I feel that um, Pazuzu has the upper hand when it comes to cultural significance. Yeah, definitely. So it's kind of split down the middle. Yeah. For me. So Pazuzu, uh, for me, definitely has the cultural significance in the bag, and then you can't. I'm, I'm gonna. Ec- I, 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 well, that's that's only part of it, and then I'm gonna echo Evan a little bit, I guess. And it's basically Pazuzu is just the the person controlling the bodies, and like everything else doesn't matter how many heads are exploded; those are all just cannon fodder. Uh, at some point. You know, you're going to be able to catch up to this guy, to Daryl, by fucking, Re-lock. you know, you can have possessed, possess, yeah, re- if you were to Re- lock them both in a cage, does that mean you have to have the physical form of Pazuzu in a cage with Daryl Reebok? We don't know what the physical form is. It looks like a, that's that's the thing, statue, like, if, the second one. That's it, a, but that's a statue, it, it doesn't mean that's what it looks like. But that's the thing, like, if they were locked in a know. cage together... If they were locking into a cage together, and let's say What's Pazuzu, let's be? say Pazuzu was was inside someone, and it's just one on one. How how is Pazuzu getting to another person? That's not Revok. But it doesn't. But it doesn't matter. He's not defeated. That's the point here. You can defeat. Know, I'm Reebok. just thinking like. Yeah, I'm just thinking Pazuzu could just possess someone in a fucking plane and crash it into Revok. (laughs) (laughs) Even if he explodes everyone's head on that plane, that plane's still hitting him. You convinced me, Mike. You convinced me. (laughs) (laughs) I actually didn't really have a horse in the fight because I liked them both pretty equally. I was just trying to... Are you saying Pazuzu did (laughs) (laughs) 9-11? That's what I took from it. There's a lot of theories. All right, Pazuzu can't melt steel beams. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we go too far down this rabbit hole, let's, let's, go, to, let's go to the next matchup. Pazuzu obviously wins. Um, we, Pazuzu can't melt steel beams. <laughs> That's the hashtag for this. <laughs> we, uh, we have a number seven seed against number 10 seed. Number seven seed being Damien from the Omen series. It's all for you, Damien. <laughs> 
Uh, he has three film appearances. <laughs> um, his powers include manipulation, advanced healing, telekinesis, and poison resistance. Um, and he's facing, excuse my butchering of the Japanese language, um, he's facing Kayako the Grudge. The Grudge. Yeah, The Grudge. Yeah. He's facing The Grudge, uh, the grudge. who's a number 10 seed. Uh, a total of 12 film appearances, uh, nine Japanese films and three American films. Um, we have Supernatural, Strength, Speed, Hair Attack, To Strangle and Stab, <laughs> uh, Paralyzing st- Eye Stare, Shapeshifting, and Possession. What do you guys think? Jeez. Oh, I, I'm, I'm leaning more towards me. Grudge Gal. I feel like she has the uh, the uh, combat or the uh, what's the proper term for that? Fighting in the bag because she could just uh, well, let's paralyze. Be honest, Damien's not fighting this battle. Forward. Other people are fighting for him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, here, mm. Here's the here's the thing. Uh, in terms of cultural significance, I think they're tied. Uh, it's just in completely different ways and, and different time periods. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the girl. I'm going with the girl from the Grudge. Uh, I I'm just trying to imagine it straight up. Um, it's got to be her. I just think from a combat perspective, like Jason said, she's got it in the bag. And I like the I, I like the Omen. Damien's a great character, but. This this goes to the girl from The Exorcist. I think there's a little more power. You mean the grudge? Little, oh, uh, sorry, the, the grudge. Uh, Pazuzu. We're on fast <laughs> track. Um, I'm going with the girl from The Grudge. Okay. Um, I am in uh, agreement yeah. because unless Damien just comes with his entire crew, uh, I don't think the boys. Yeah, the boys. Uh, I don't or think. Daddy. Or daddy. Well, poss- possibly. Uh, I don't think he really has a chance. Uh, in a one on one fight. Plus. The only thing he really has going for him is cultural significance. Does he doesn't have a design? Uh, you know, she is more, you know, creepy looking. Even though it's a kid, he's just a little bitch. <laughs> yeah, and clearly <laughs> went head to head. Um, anyone else disagree? Nah. No. Okay. Nah. <laughs> All right. Then nah. I guess she goes through to the next round. Um, I, I wanted Damien to win, yeah. but I don't know why. I couldn't figure out any way like, yeah, for him I to like win. Damien Honestly, more, Mike, I don't think... as soon as I saw the, the two names, I'm like, oh, Damien's going to win. And then I'm like, nah, not really. <laughs> like, he can't. Yeah, there's no... It's, it's They're different different genres of mm. horror, even. You know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. two different... Yeah, and even in his own horror. movies, he doesn't really win, like... Yeah. What at the uh, at the end of uh, Omen three he loses. Yes. Just... He goes on timeout. <laughs> uh, okay, moving on. Uh, this is uh, our final matchup in the first bracket. We have number two seed against number fifteen seed. Number two seed being Dracula. Uh, he has a total hey. total of eighty plus film appearances. <laughs> um, he his powers include uh, th- we got a, a few here. Uh, strength and speed of twenty men. Uh, shape-shifting, influence, s- psychic link with other vampires, control over wolves and critters, weather control. Uh, he can see in the darkness. Uh, he can crawl on the walls. He-, he can do dark magic, and he has high intelligence. And he's sexually possessive as well. <laughs> yeah. And he's facing, you're going to love this, the number fi- <laughs> number 15 seed, Robert the Tire uh, from the movie Rubber. Rubber. Yep. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> one film appearance. And his only power is he has destructive telekinesis. Dude, Dracula's just going to pop the tire with his tooth. Nah, dude. He, his head <laughs> will explode before that. So much. That was such a great movie. 
I okay, well, if Dracula can control the weather, he's just going to shoot a lightning bolt down from, like, miles away. Honestly, I'm compelled to go with Robert the Tire. I think in in a head-to-head match, he might actually win. Um, maybe oh, he... man, Dracula's got more of a skill set, dude. As, See, I mean, here's why I, th- I, I love here's why I think fit head to head, like I, I think head to head Dracula's got it just from what you said. Weather, he could flood and wind and just the, he's a he's a he's a circular tire. He just rolls away. Yeah, it's gonna erode. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Shut up, Mike. I'm gonna blow your head up. Um, hey, we, we already got past the scanners guy. Dracula also has a ridiculous power set that changes from source to source of how they adapt the movie mm-hmm. or mm. the source material or anything. Robert has one power. But it's a great power. It is, but it's also yeah, but a yeah. power that's already lost on this list to someone. Yeah. And it could be in, in the some dark, ways less too. Powerful. So I feel like yeah, Dracula like depending, versus depending on the would have been Dracula. Yeah, like depending on the uh, the the version of Dracula, there's probably ones where you can blow up his head. There's ones that come don't back have just a, so long as yeah, as long as the heart. Yeah, even the original story, Dracula didn't have a weakness to sunlight because he could actually go out. It's just not in his mm-hmm. like. Well, well my so. official because everyone's clearly going Dracula. My official vote's going to be Robert the Tire, yeah. just to prove a point. But Dracula <laughs> clearly point. wins this one. What's fuck you, Jason? That's my point. Yeah, uh, okay. I, I didn't even entertain that one. Dracula wins hands down. Okay. Sorry, Sean. That's all right. <laughs> Let's go to uh, the first. I, I, but I will say, Rubber is a fantastic, fantastic oh, yeah. movie. Yeah. Don't want to don't want to discredit that for a second. Okay. It's the best movie about nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to yeah. the first matchup in our in our next bracket. We have uh, number one seed against number sixteen seed. We have number one seed Leatherface. Uh, he has a total of seven film appearances, and his powers include strength and speed and the expert use of a chainsaw. Um, and he is facing uh, what I had to do a little research because I'm not as familiar with these movies. But uh, he's facing the Odets family, which are the cannibal family from Wrong Turn, the whole series. Hmm. Hmm. Could have uh, just put three finger and everyone probably could have gone off of that one, but yeah. Apparently, their last name is, is the Odets. I I don't know. Serious, there's way too many movies. Though. Well, they, there's six be. movies, yeah. um, and uh, their powers are their cannibals. So the only good one is the a, second one. That's I, a really interesting pair up, Sean, uh, because both are cannibals technically. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I'm gonna actually uh, break from tradition. I'm gonna go with the Odets family. Whoa. Uh, yeah, I know that I, I I know you didn't think I would, but that's a whole family versus Leatherface. Leatherface is very dependent. He's almost like a child. You know yeah. what I mean? He's very dependent on the people around him. Uh, and if confronted with a whole family of cannibals, I don't know how but, he would react. But he's got yeah, a but Leatherface, big Leatherface takes down, Leather, Leatherface takes him. down multiple people in his films anyway. And he also, like, molested a girl one. with the chainsaw at one point on a on a radio board, so... So? <laughs> so, let's do that to the mom. Look, Leatherface no is probably, like, all, my no. top three all, favorite all slasher villains of all time, <laughs> but... It, depending on the circ... Are, are we talking cage match, or are we talking circumstance here? I think we're talking cage match. Cage match, Leatherface There's takes it, but... Leatherface. Like, one in a cage, at least. But if the circumstances are correct, 
the cannibal family would over would, would but best th- him. My problem is is that it's it the only difference between these two other than the numbers is the chainsaw. They don't have any weapons. They do, but they just don't have a signature weapon because they use a whole bunch of different shit to kill people in those movies. Boom! Like, they got a whole bunch of different they, shit, Sean. But, but I believe, <laughs> I believe, and I haven't seen all the movies. <laughs> but don't they use the woods as as a weapon? To some extent. What do you mean? Because they're in the woods, they use it to their advantage. But yeah. They also have oh. bladed weapons. Like, you know, remember in the second one, they split somebody straight down the middle. So, like Leatherface does that all yeah, every day. <laughs> Um, I'm putting up a fighting chance for for an underdog for once. No, I I, I think like, I like both. I think Leatherface. Movies, but I think Leatherface wins hands down in all of these categories. Uh, Sean, you just love Leatherface. Yeah. I think you are Leatherface. <laughs> you want to find Mike, out? What do you Evan? think? You think all quiet. of these people are all mortals. Oh, I've been thinking. Uh, I got. <laughs> I'm probably gonna go with Leatherface. Um, you know, head to head, I think he can best most of them. You know, we. Yeah. Like these, these they are they're cannibal. They're cannibals, but they're just people. Yeah, but that de- that depends on what Leatherface you're talking about now. But but if you um, scare, like, say you got like, like you got like Leatherface from Texas Three, where he's just a sick motherfucker, or the remakes. You know, he doesn't care. He, he is th- not going to get. But I'm thinking the original Texas Chainsaw One, where mm-hmm. he, he's he's skittish. He's ner- he's like a mentally ill person. He's skittish. He's and because nervous. and because he he's, gets skittish, he, that's why he attacks. Okay, good point. I think then that's why well, he, he's like a, he, he, he could be both, like a wounded like animal. Cannibals, they're both inbred cannibal families, which is also like sure, really yeah. funny. Yeah. Jason, actually, you're going to be the deciding vote here. <laughs> Leatherface. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sean would have vetoed that one anyway. I just feel like he could hold his own against a group of people because he's done that in all of his movies. And yeah, they're cannibals, <laughs> but remember he know, threw a chainsaw, chainsaw at the camera once. It that was and really cool all of him. his movies were in theaters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. The the best wrong turn movie wasn't a, a, a theater movie. So next generation was in theaters. Yeah, Star Trek. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, our next matchup we have a number eight seed against a number nine seed. We have number eight seed John Doe from the movie Cena. Seven. Uh, one film appearance, obviously a spoiler, and uh, his powers include <laughs> high intelligence. He's a skilled planner and strategist. Uh, and he has manipulation skills and torture skills. What's um, in the box? And he's facing uh, number nine seed Pennywise. Uh, only, only one. Technically, only one. We're going to be having two pretty soon film appearances. You just said you're not counting TV movies. No, I said. <laughs> oh yeah, I did say yeah. that. Didn't I? Oh, oh, things fuck So we I guess John Doe wins. Are we? Are we doing this? We're going to move up John Doe because you're, you're <laughs> fucked. The theatrical release. Oh fuck, dude! You're oh, right. Oh, I, I think we just disqualified Pennywise. But you know what? That's his only appearance, as opposed to a TV movie that's based off of another movie. Still, still TV movie, Sean. Well, he is coming out yeah. with a movie. You, you told me when I said care. You're like, okay, no, fine, not count TV fine. movies. Then we have to judge it based on what we know from this movie. All out. right, then. <laughs> I mean, I think he would have lost anyway, but <laughs> we'll, we'll do it. Dark Horse. Um, He's going to be my Dark so... Horse because you know it should be on this list. Uh, we're not. I told you not to bring that up. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Um, his powers include shape-shifting, reality warping, manipulation, trickery, mind control, and photokinesis. We think Pennywise we had to drop out of the tournament for an injury. <laughs> um, He's also a giant spider. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, and he, he doesn't like battery acid. Yes. Eat I... battery acid, you slime. <laughs> 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 I, 
I feel like if if you're hey, going... that's the TV movie. We can't talk about that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I've never seen Pennywise before, dude. I don't know what we're talking about. All right, then I, I guess I'll just put John Doe in the next round then, because I, I don't if we're if that's what we're going off of, then we can't fight this. <laughs> John, these are your rules. You made you the bracket did. and I you know. made the rules. <laughs> you done fucked up, Sean. You fucked up. Sean. Unless you want to use your one vote right now, Pennywise isn't worth an executive order. <laughs> Um. All right. We'll get aha, to. Aha, aha. <laughs> we'll get to the next one then. We have uh, number five seed versus number twelve seed. We have uh, Ghostface from the Scream franchise. Uh, What's up? <laughs> we have four total film film appearances, and his powers include uh, stealth, strength and speed, endurance, and and fighting skills. I have a question. Yes. How were we counting Ghostface from the Scream movies? How many people? Uh, who? Just which in, one? In general, it, I mean, I know multiple people were Ghostface, but but I, like that's there is no Ghost. I, I, I I'm being nitpicky. Essentially, in a fight, it's the guy in a costume with a knife and a cell phone. Yeah, that's it. Basically, <laughs> okay. It's, it's your it's best a, Ghostface it's, versus it's, the next guy. It's yeah. Shaggy. Yeah. It's Shaggy from Scooby Doo in. Uh, ghost face costume with a cell phone sure. and a knife. That that works. Like Hitman. Yeah. <laughs> like Zoink Scoob. I'm and, Matthew uh, Lillard. He's going to be facing number 12 seed Henry from Henry Portrait of, of a Serial Killer. Uh, one film appearance. Uh, his powers include he's a psychopathic killer and he has high intelligence. Some may disagree with that, but <laughs> he that's what it says online. Um, what do you guys think? They're both basically serial killers. Both mortal. Mm-hmm. I think Henry's more dangerous than your best guy. Way face. more dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By a long shot. I don't know. Uh, I, 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 don't, I barely know anything about the latter guy. So, I love his speech uh, yeah, in the I movie think, about I think Ghostface has cultural significance, but... that's. I think that's all... Well, and maybe design, maybe. I think that was a yeah, design that they saw on the shelf, and then they laid the license out because they saw it before the movie, I think, is actually how So you're happened. saying they, they're disqualified, is no, what you're saying? No. Okay. I'm just saying the design, it's it's kind of it's the same thing with the, Sh- the Shatner Halloween mask. And the thing about Henry is it's one guy who's way more experienced than any of the killers in any of the movies ever were because they haven't been doing it very long. Mm-hmm. And he even has a speech in the movie where it's like, if you're going to be a serial killer, don't kill people the same way. you got to do it a couple different ways yeah, well, to catch on who you are. He's smart, like yeah. as opposed to Ghostface who wants to be known. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm like going with I, Henry. Yeah. I'm I'm agreeing. I'm going to go with Henry. Uh, Ghostface is really Rooker a character to make it further into this tournament. Just yeah. just just say yeah. it. Ghostface is not really a character. It's more of a a mantle that a character takes up. Batman. Uh, I think that's something to keep in mind. Uh, so and they're all amateurs. They're all teens, and they all suck. So fuck it. I, I yeah, I agree with Evan. You've convinced I, oh, me. Crap. Well, I was gonna. I'm gonna go against the grain. Oh. Uh, and and say Ghostface. I know I, I know I know I'm like going one against three now, but so but my damn heard. point hey, will Ghostface stand. Ghostface is the higher seed, so yeah. Right? Uh, I yeah I, mm-hmm. but like okay, he gets. I believe he gets design. I believe he gets cultural significance, and as Evan said before, denigrating it, they are. It is actually more than one person without you realizing it. Well, at first, um, so. It's sort of like it kind of can throw Henry off thinking he's only fighting one guy, you know, knocks him out, kills him, whatever the case may be. And then you have fucking instead of Matthew Willard, you got Skeet Ulrich coming up uh, behind him with with the Bowie knife. Yeah. Tim Oliphant. (laughs) 
I actually, yeah. you know what? I for similar reasons, I'm also going to go with Ghostface. Um, I think he hits more of the categories, and it, you know, he he might it, or it might win in the in the one on one battle. You never know. Uh, Dan, did you vote yet? Uh, I'm going with Henry. Okay, so uh, we're outvoted then. So three to two, Henry. Unfortunately, will <laughs> unless anyone wants to change their mind from our uh, opinions. No, no, no. I'm All going right. with Henry. Sorry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, I know let's... someone who would kill me if they knew that I voted against Ghostface, though. That's hilarious. You don't know how many people would and you don't know how many people would kill you either. So. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next matchup. Uh, this is an interesting one. We have uh, number four seed against number thirteen seed. Uh, number four seed being Jigsaw from the Saw franchise. Uh, he has seven film appearances, uh, and his powers include genius level of intelligence, uh, skilled in design, and vast resources. And to top it all off. He's a toy maker. What about uh, and yes, all all seven of those appearances happened within three months of each other. Yes. I don't know if you remember. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, there was like a three month period where just Saul movies were coming out. We didn't know where they were coming from. Um, There's and, another one this year coming out. Fuck well, me. We're not, well, that hasn't been totally confirmed yet. We're not sure. It's um, assumed. Yeah. Uh, and he's facing uh, Prometheus. Oh, it's not an alien movie. <laughs> oh, okay. He's facing number 13 seed Annie Wilkes. Who is uh, from the movie Misery? Cockadoodie uh, writer. <laughs> uh, one film appearance, and her powers include she's psychotic, she's a skilled nurse, and she has an incredible tolerance for pain. So Ooh, she might be able to like hold salt. off in, in some of these traps. You might be able to, you know, it's because really you can't. If this is fa- head-on battle between the two. She easily kills Jigsaw. Here's my question from the top down. Is this just Jigsaw? Or are we talking about like team oh, Jigsaw? The problem is that Jigsaw would need to plan everything out I- I- ahead of time. Yeah. And because and on, on top of yeah, that, like, yeah, if we have any of those guys wearing the pig mask to do stuff, right. Jigsaw, like as Evan said, all seven of these movies take place in like a three month period. He went downhill real quick and dies like for just from being well he gets exactly. we, we know how he exactly. dies but he's being he's sick like he's dying anyway he wouldn't be able to actually be, like imagine imagine he, if he wouldn't even be able to knock out terrible. annie to yeah he wouldn't even be able to knock out annie to put her in a trap mm-hmm. uh, yeah but a, a, but he a, has a writer but he a, has a followers though that that yeah I mean, a writer killed yeah that, that's what i'm asking like are we do are his followers in uh as par- a part of this as well or are we just talking about I mean, Jigsaw. It, that's up to you if that's how you want to. I feel like she would go down one, two, three, though. If she got into a jigsaw they were both trap. Killed dude, by she didn't go down. Trapped. She did not go down one, two, three in no, misery, dude. No, he, she did not. He, fucking, he really beat the living shit. That's what out I'm saying. Of like, she can tolerate whatever Jigsaw might throw at yeah. her. Yeah. Look, I, I gotta go. I gotta go with uh, with with Annie Wilkes on this one because, my God, dude, that she, first off. She is so fucking brutal. You know what I mean? Like, like Jigsaw is cunning and manipulative and plans and is smart and has all these elaborate traps and, and games and whatever. Kind of but also, but dude, you could Annie, argue his Annie, followers dude, were more brutal than he was. Dude, Annie Wilkes. After him. You, you, you say you don't like her favorite book. She'll <laughs> fucking hobble your leg. Like, is she, she is out of control. Yeah. And I just imagine her taking care of jigsaw you know what i mean like he's like in a bed because you know he's sick but dude come on I- i'm going i'm going with annie yeah so am i i'm going with annie yeah. as well annie all right. uh, sure, why not? 
Now, are we talking uh, the Annie remake or are we talking the original? <laughs> come on, come on! It's a hard knock life. No, we're talking about the uh, the Austin Powers Gold Member song. His, she knocked his fucking ankles pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, she does. It's the book she cuts his foot off. Yeah. <laughs> the book is fantastic. Uh, if you haven't read it, it's all right. Let's just go. The movie. Let's go to the next matchup. We have number six seed against number eleven seed. Number six seed being. The Cannibal Family from the Hills Have Eyes. Um, total appearances, four appearances. Uh, their powers include the ability to adapt to desert area and their cannibals. Pretty straightforward. Uh, and, and they're up against Cujo, number 11 seed. Uh, one film appearance, um, and its powers include uh, killing people with multiple bites and scratch wounds and rabies and rape well ra- okay <laughs> rabies but, is it, a power but, if you, <laughs> but if you count we're not counting the book obviously no in the book is implied he's possessed yeah. by the way yeah um which which is like the rabies is an allegory for possession but going off of just the fact that cujo is a fucking dog and these are people i'm going with the hills of eyes family and there's Simple. there's yeah. more of them too and they have yeah. multiple also they're not trapped in a car disposable. yeah well I mean, even if they were like, you know, in a, a gladiatorial pit, like you said, they have weapons, um, you know, the really all I mean, the here's the thing. Like, it could be a long game if the dog bit every single one of them. They already have radiation but poisoning. They already are screwed up from that, too. What so more can you do to them? They're already crazy. <laughs> yeah. They just don't kill each other. Yet. If they got rabies, they, I, I, w- kill I would each bet other that then, almost but... any one of these, including Annie, which I'm picturing in my mind, is awesome. I wish you matched those two up. A cock-a-doody dog! Smash. <laughs> like, I would have loved that. Two Stephen King. Um, right? But yeah, two, yeah. Yeah, two Stephen King characters. Uh, I, 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 anyone against Cujo, I'm going with the other person. It, it almost... It's too easy to kill a dog. Yeah. If you're not a woman and her child trapped in a car, the the, the threat level is almost zero. So does, is is everyone on the Hills of Eyes cannibals? Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's the remakes ones. It could be all of them. I'm any just of saying them, you know? in general, especially if yeah. it's the, the remake one. Oh my God. <laughs> all right. Let's go to our next matchup. We have a uh, number three seed against a number 14 seed. We have number three seed being Norman Bates. Uh, total uh, film appearances of five. That includes the remake. Um, his powers include Oof. high intelligence, strength, endurance, and he's skilled in fighting and stalking. He's also his mommy. Not, not to be a stickler for the rules here, but he actually has four film appearances because one of those is also a TV movie, Sean. No, if you no, count there's four the of them. There's four movies. The fourth the one was a there's... TV. Are you sure? Yeah. Four oh, was yeah, made Psycho for Showtime. Psycho Four is a TV movie. <laughs> All right, he has four I don't film care. appearances. It doesn't matter. I'm just, just being official here. All right, fine. Yeah, four. Psycho, Psycho Four was a, was a TV movie. All yeah. right, fine. Um, and he's facing off against Dr. Robert Elliott, who is the villain from the movie Dress to Kill, number 14 seed. Uh, one film appearance, and his powers include sexually induced killing. Uh, he's, a, he's efficient with a razor sharp knife. Uh, he's good at disguising and high intelligence and stealth abilities. So I've never to... seen dress to kill. So I'm going to sit this one out. Well, we have two cross dressers here. Mm-hmm. Basically. Evan, I've barely seen any of these movies and I'm participating. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, we know what mother thinks about sex. So, uh, <laughs> I feel like she's well, going well, to go well, boy's, nutty. Well, a boy's best friend is his mother. Yes. I think personally. Oh, mother, blood, blood. I think uh, they're very similar. Uh, it's just a matter of whether or not. Uh, well, first of all, Robert Elliott can only become 
the transsexual cross-dresser if he's sexually aroused. And the only right. way that you can do that is because for some reason he's still attracted to women. Don't I don't, don't ask why. Um, Triggered. So, so unless Norman Bates dresses up as his mom and he thinks he's a woman, he's not going to become <clears throat> the, the the character that, that he is. Yeah, in, but Norman in... Bates becomes Mrs. Bates when he's sexually aroused too. That's part of it. But I'm saying, like the only you only get that version of Robert Elliot if he's sexually aroused. Norman is crazy all the time, so to me, well, Norman Norman is crazy, and then on top of that, he's also psychologically yes. adapted the person of his mother. So I'm going with Norman Bates for that. So reason. am I, and, and part of me thinks that we should just. I mean, even though I made the list, I think Robert Elliot <laughs> is slightly disqualified because. Unless he's facing off against a woman, I don't think he can actually perform. What if it was Annie Wilkes? <laughs> then he would be sexually aroused, and he would he you would cock go. a dooty cross dresser. <laughs> <laughs> and plus cultural significance, I I think yeah Robert Elliot gets him in design, but I think all the other categories is, is Norman in his Bates favor. is the first slasher movie villain, like in terms of. If we're gonna vaguely define a slasher movie, that's the archetype. We don't talk it, about that. It's, <laughs> it's it's like saying it's like saying like oh we're comparing heavy metal bands, you know oh but Black Sabbath or Godspeed. It's like you gotta go with Black Sabbath just because that's the archetype of the genre. Mm -hmm. So I, I I for that reason as well, I'm gonna give that to Norman Bates. Okay. Uh, any, Good point. Anyone else not on Norman Bates? When I saw this list and saw that. That's the, that, you know, he's from Dress to Kill. <laughs> so I was just like, oh man, that, that's not going to do too well. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty well it's known movie, horror yeah. movie. But I just mm. think Norman. All right. It. Well, unfortunately, Mike, your vote doesn't count because we're going. No, that's Norman it's all Bates. good. All right. Uh, next matchup, we have a number seven seed against a number 10 seed. We have, this is interesting. We have, uh, is it pronounced Samara? Samara? It's Samara, Samara, Samara or Samara. if you go Japanese, uh, yeah, Sadako. Okay, um, number seven seed. Uh, we have ten film appearances, seven Japanese films, three uh, U.S. films. And um, a new one coming out called Rings. It already, came, already out. came out. Yeah, That is oh, the third yeah. one. Yeah. Although that was the case for a really long time. You could have said it just oh, died coming out days. for like Are two years. Are the CGI deer included in this list? No, hopefully not. Oh. Um, I would like to include the CGI yeah. deer. <laughs> uh, his, uh, her powers include... I mean, that could be part of the powers. <laughs> Maybe. Well, it could be. CGI deer. Uh, her powers include she's able to drive people to commit suicide, teleportation, psychokinesis, uh, distort faces, transport from televisions, and she has great caller ID. Uh, <laughs> and she's facing off against the number 10 seed the creeper from jeepers creepers um two film appearances with a third one coming um his powers include immortality strength speed stealth flight smart tools which we can get into more if you want <laughs> uh regeneration via human parts uh, he eats people uh. and becomes better <laughs> basically um, so yeah, I don't know what, what you guys think about this one. Oh man, I, I, this is I what's hard. Samara, I most of creepers. Samara's powers. I, I love the most creeper, of her... but yeah. Samara isn't like a, a physical being anymore. Well, uh, but, but it feels like most of Samara's powers ha would have no effect on him. Yeah. 
Yeah, she really can't do anything to him. But he's also sleeping for every 23 years. Well, that's years. the thing. If it, we have to, this match can only happen at, in, on the 23rd day uh, in 23 years. Yeah. That's the only way it can happen. But if it does happen, I think it's a clean sweep for matchup. I think the Creeper, I mean, Jesus Christ, even if she did anything to him, she could he could take a, a limb from her, eat it, and then regenerate his own limb. Um, uh, you know, and he has different weapons. Unless that, he decides to kill his time and watch the video. That's the only reason. And so. you know what? <laughs> if he finds a VCR, he makes a copy, done. Yeah. He doesn't have to do anything else. I, I'm, I'm going to go with Samara. Um, this is completely biased. I, I'm warning you right you now. You have a crush on her. <laughs> no, that movie when I was a kid uh, scared the living shit out of me. Uh, specifically the scene where they're talking about finding the girl in the closet and they flash to it really quickly. Still, like when the alien walks by and signs, like mm-hmm. there are certain like movie scenes I, I just stick out to me is so fucking scary. Uh, this doesn't have to do with the character. It doesn't have to do with this game. Uh, I just need to put that out there that, that this was one of those movies that really stuck in my head. And a lot of the imagery from from that stuck in my head. Uh, I'm just going to go with Samara. I'm com- being completely biased, but I just want to okay. put that one out there. All right. Um, Sorry. Uh, I, I, I haven't been – I've been objective on every other one. I, I don't think The Ring is a masterpiece or anything, but I really would like to see that progress. So that is why I'm picking it. I think that The Creeper wins two out of three categories here. Um, the only thing it doesn't win is cultural significance, but you could also yep. argue that the cultural significance of the Ring franchise has died out significantly. Um, that first one was a big impact. But I would counter argue that with uh, a lot of the significance, of a lot of the cultural significance of Jeepers Creepers just being its director being. Well, we can't, who we he can't is. count that. Yeah, I, I know he's a pedophile. It's hard. To, that's part of the, That's part of the cultural significance, though. <sighs> But no, but I, see, I, the problem I, is honestly. But <laughs> the thing is, I, I'm picking the creeper as well. Yeah. <laughs> Even uh, just from head to head and design. Yeah. Samara, would, Samara to me gets the cultural significance. If he was just driving the truck the whole time in this <laughs> category. Yeah. But. You know what's weird is I don't think he has the truck in the second one at nope. all. Apparently, it's coming back in a big way. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, so who Who are you taking? Creeper. Creeper. I'm also going creeper. Jason, you want to go creeper? Uh, no, I've already gone creeper. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm used to being creepy. <laughs> I'm sorry, Evan, but you lose that one. No, it, it's it's okay. I I it wasn't a good pick. I just wanted to say, just uh, for the record, uh, Jason just sent me the picture, and that scene st- stuck. <laughs> it, it's so ingrained into my mind when she's like, "I saw her face," and it flashes real quick to the closet, and that girl in the closet. Oh my fucking god! I jumped a mile in the air. That the part of the is... ring. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was gonna say the part in the of the ring that that's been seared into my mind is when the nail goes through the fingernail. Oh yeah. Oh, that I, was so some, that, I still that think movie... the horse scene is the coolest scene in that entire movie. Yeah. Well, definitely the deer scene in the ring too. Is <laughs> yeah, I know. Fuck yeah, the, the ring too. Fuck the movie. ring too. All the right. ring. The the ring that that movie still gets under my skin. That and the alien walking by on the videotape yes, of the Mexicans' birthday party in signs. I don't know why that scared me so bad. It scared it really a lot of did. people. Of it really scared you know, me. For the for rings, they could have easily taken the idea with the videotape needing to be like spread out and like the online spreading of it and everything and like people re-editing and all this stuff and they like talk and they about it for they talk about it for like a second. Nah. 
It's all, literally, they waste that immediately. What? Whatever. <laughs> I'm moving on because yeah. we're not we're not doing this. All right. Yeah, so I could talk about the ring for a long time. I really like. That's it. fine. That's no problem. Um, so let's go to the final matchup of the left side of the bracket. We have number two seed Pinhead from the Hellraiser franchise. Uh, total film appearances of nine. Uh, and his powers include demonic powers, ability to summon chains, immortality, manipulation, and ability to create cenobites. Um, and he's facing off against cenobuns. No. He's facing that's, off against that's, uh, Saul Goodman. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he's facing off against the number 15 seed, John Ryder, who is the villain from the Hitcher franchise. Uh, by franchise, I mean two movies, uh, original and a remake. He's not in the sequel. Nope. Um, his powers include he's a psychopath. He has high intelligence and manipulation. Is anyone here thinking about taking John Ryder? <laughs> no. Zero. Hell? No. 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 Not at all. And Sean Bean. Yeah. Yeah. I. This oh, is, and that, the, by default, both, he has to die. Both actors that are pretty good at dying. That's true. That's true. But to me, the, I mean, Penhead easily wins all three. There is no. Yeah. No uh, fight like, here. No. Uh, especially because Sean loves Hellraiser, and I like Hell the first one. First half of the first well, one. I'm biased, uh, so I have to go. <laughs> you are biased, Sean, on on this one. But yeah, no, Hellraiser, uh, Pinhead wins easily, 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 mm -hmm. easily. That's a, an interesting matchup for the next round. Pinhead against the Creeper. That's gonna be I would. Oh, ooh. Oh. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, Lots of body horror involved. There. Yes. Yes. Uh, the next. Oh, let's go over to the right side of the bracket. We have uh, number one seed against number sixteen seed. Number one seed being Jason Voorhees. Uh, total appearances of 12. Uh, his powers include superhuman strength, durability, immortality, stealth, regeneration, and possible possession if you count Jason Goes to Hell. Um, and Where are you getting 12 from? It's 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 13, right? Nope. How's it 13? The next one's going to be the 13th one. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, wait, wait. So wait, it goes up to J Jason X is 10. Yeah. Then, then versus Jason. Jason. Then the remake. Okay, 12. I, I must have counted... Jason goes to hell wrong. Sorry. All right. And he's facing up against number 16 seed Mick Taylor, who is oh, the villain from... The guitarist for the Rolling yeah. Stones. <laughs> no. He is from the... Uh, oh, yes, that's true. <laughs> he is from the Wolf Creek. No, I call it head on a stick. <laughs> uh, he has two film appearances, and his skills are excellent marksmanship and fighting skills. Yeah, well, I know. Yeah, well, we we saw what happened amazing. to Duke and Freddie and Jason, yeah. <laughs> Jason goes to hell. <laughs> like, so, no, yeah. like Wolf Creek no. is something that a lot of people either don't know about or haven't heard of, mm -hmm. and it's so worth your time. Apparently, I heard that they're making a TV show. They already did. Oh, they did already. Not to get into it, but there it was on the same channel at TNA on Pop. So don't don't you remember there was a Wolf Creek match? No, they did a cross promotion for the TV show. Yeah, All right, we'll get into that later. But, but uh, <laughs> as I know how much you like the Wolf Creek series. He's just so fun. Australia is so fun. That's Jason wins on all, all of course, fronts. all fronts. <laughs> I can't I argue. We don't need to even argue that. Yeah. I, I, if this bracket comes down to Freddy versus Jason, I'm going to be really <laughs> pissed off. By the way, <laughs> honestly, Evan, I don't think it, it will, and we'll get into that later on in the tournament. All right. Uh, let's go to the next matchup. We have number eight seed against number nine seed. We have the infected from 28 days later or the franchise of 28 days later, the two movies. Um, their powers include a uh, great strength. They can run twice as fast as any human 
durability, they can disregard pain, they have powerful jaws and teeth, slowed down metabolism, limited, limitless stamina, and infectious bodily fluids. Um, and they're facing off against number nine seed, uh, the miner from uh, the... <laughs> <laughs> I want to make the joke, but I'm not going to. Uh, <laughs> from the uh, My Bloody the Catholic Valentine Church. series, uh, two <laughs> movies. Uh, his powers include killing and hunting skills and the use of a pickaxe. And a flash. So, what movie was this? Jason made a Catholic Church joke over when you were explaining the movie. Could you please explain the movie yeah, again? Sorry. <laughs> oh, you mean the mi- the minor? Um, what movie? Is my Bloody movie Valentine. Called? Yeah, My Bloody Valentine. Oh, Valentine. oh, yeah. oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think, I think you have to go with the infected here. Um. There's so many Definitely of them. Cultural significance. I totally forgot who the minor was. I mean, definitely cultural significance. I mean, they kind of revitalized the, zo- the zombie franchise. I mean, if you really look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, technically zombies, Sean. I know they're not zombies, but uh, and the miner's probably not really a miner. Yeah, he's <laughs> probably a grown actually he's definitely he's, 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 a probably, he's probably a grown up. He's a grown up miner. Yeah. He's a fraud. Fake <laughs> news. Um, but he's just a dude. He's a dude with a pickaxe. I head to head, I can't see him winning. I mean, he could he could hit some guys. Yeah. He's got a lot of protection on him though, Sean. He's well protected from the elements. And they couldn't rip it off of him? Okay, I'm going with the infected. <laughs> yeah, they would overpower him in a second. Yeah. I mean, they took we, we down the whole the city of London to the military. Yeah. yeah. One guy with a pickaxe. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on. This is an, this is a really interesting matchup. Uh number number oh. f- <laughs> you know what it is already? <laughs> I, I, I got I got the, the thing pulled okay. up. Okay. Uh, number five seed, the Gremlins. Uh, we have two film appearances, and their powers include the ability to multiply with water and intelligence. Um, and they're facing... Yes, that, that's true. Um, and they're facing Bog, off... Bog. <laughs> they're facing off against Death from the Final Destination franchise, number 12 seed. Uh, five film appearances, and... Its powers includes environmental manipulation, uh, the ability to follow patterns, and it's very cunning. That's what it said on the website. What do we do here? Because um, I mean, you can't beat death. John, you're <laughs> the one who made the fucking I thing. <laughs> I f- like if we let death win this, it's gonna walk through everything. Yeah, it, it'll it, win. And you know the whole what? That, and that's why I set up different categories because if you're going off of cultural significance mm-hmm. and design, the gremlins easily win. There's no design to death, and well, I and there are every, very elaborately designed deaths. Sure, but, but you but yeah. you can't see it. There's nothing there. But but if death goes through this, it's over. Death I, wins. Not necessarily because there are by some, the criteria of everything else. Death will make some circumstance to kill. I can make that argument for Pazuzu and anybody else on the list that death will take them because it'll do this and manipulate this. I would like to put death in its place because death fucking sucks. And I would like the gremlins to win this because the gremlins are adorable and fun. And in the second one, they're smoking cigarettes and shit. So I'm, I'm all and Hulk Hogan appears. We all know. Yeah. And Hulk Hogan's in the goddamn. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Hulk Hogan leg drops death. The background well, I have no logical gremlins. explanation to why they're going to win, but they're gonna fucking win. I, Death is just way too overpowered because he's not a thing. He's just a, an entity, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, that and this is why we have categories to this whole thing because otherwise, if you're just going off a head-to-head battle, Evans right, Death would just go pretty much through most of the tournament. Uh, the undefeated. whole tournament. 
I'm gonna say the whole tournament because there's people who, who are dead. Who could beat death? Just let's all right. Let's just play around real quick. Jason could, Voorhees has beaten death every movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come but, on. But th- th- but this interpretation of death will manipulate its surroundings to get Jason. It'll put him in water and keep him there. Like that. It's it, it's too. So like if it was death from seven seals. Well, oh, dude, yes. But that's an Seven actual physical seals, physical yeah. being. Yeah, physical you know, yeah. And in that case, I'd still have the gremlins win. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gremlins. Anyone else want to go? Any other? All right, My gremlins. Let's... <laughs> nah. nah. All right. Nah. Just think about, like, if we were to want to watch these fights, you would not want to see death in these fights. No, not really, because you couldn't see anything. It's exactly. Just, things are happening, but you don't It'd know be why. Vince McMahon versus God. Yeah, basically. All right. Uh, our next matchup, we have uh, number four seed, Bruce, which is the shark from Jaws. Um, he, he has one film appearance. Oh, wait, is it, wasn't, that the sh- wasn't that the shark in Finding Nemo? Oh, yeah, I'm Bruce. That's why it was named Bruce. Yeah. Richard. Oh, wow. Jesus' wow. mind is blown. <laughs> my mind is blown like 15 years after that movie came out. I had no idea. Oh, my God. It's named you should have just put Bruce from Finding Nemo oh. on here. <laughs> Uh, fish offerings, not food. <laughs> he has uh, he has one film appearance. Obviously, he dies at the end. Spoiler. Um, and his powers include swimming speed, jaw strength, high stamina, an upending appetite, uh, and high sense of smell of people, and high intelligence. What a good wait! But there's four Jaws movies. But only yeah, Bruce is in the first one. Bruce. Mm. We're not ca- talking about the what... name of the shark was Jaws. Yeah. What is it? Bruce Etta? Is that, <laughs> is that the name of the uh, the sister that? Or the mother that uh, that is in the sequel? I don't uh, look, man, I've only seen the second the one once. Production. Never saw the third. I don't know if they ever named the production sharks or anything like that. But They did. They definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. No, they did. That's The name Bruce comes from... No, no, I'm saying after the first one. Yeah. Oh, I don't... They yeah. did. They did. I, I don't know the names after the first one. They all have... They actually all have names. I, actually, I looked this up. <laughs> I don't remember exactly, but one of them is like a female Bruce. But So it's like Bruce Etta or something. That's probably three oh, because that one was a mom. Yeah, that's what so, I'm saying. Yeah. Um, that's really funny. And he's facing off against the number 13 seed, the Pod People from uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Ooh. Uh, four total film, film appearances. Uh, they have the ability to copy people. They have zero human emotion and the ability to spread in large quantities. And Leonard Nimoy was in that movie. And and Gremlins too. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um This is interesting because I think if we're going just head to head matchup, we run into the same issue with the piranhas, where mm. you have to be in some sort of body of water. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the pod people still need to breathe because they're using people as well, they're they're basically cloning people. And they're still breathing as the clones, so they would drown theoretically. Um, what do you guys think? Which invasion of the body snatchers is this? See, this is a little different. It's a double-edged sword versus piranhas. It was the last one we had to deal with water. Mm-hmm. And Frankenstein, obviously, we don't think he needs to breathe anyway. So that would have been a new point. He could have gone in the water and just start punching fish, I guess. Yeah. But this one's different. This one's different because not only if they didn't go into the water, they on a boat, the shark can still get them on the boat. Mm-hmm. Sharks can jump out of the water. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going with the pod people. Really? Yeah. They, we don't even, can they, if they could replace the shark, maybe if there's something, yeah. they could do other species. That's my thought but, process here. But 
the shark uh, I might know. not even know he's fighting the oh, pond people. Oh, yeah. You know, now I think I was originally going to go with the shark, but just from as demented looking as the thing was, the dog in the 70s one tells me that they can fuck with animals. Oh, yeah. The 70s one is great. The 50s one is kind of lame, but the 70s one is fucking great. Yeah. You guys, so I'm going to go with the pod people. You know what? I was just like Dowling. I was going to go with uh, Bruce, but you, you make a compelling argument that I can't really. I mean, the one thing that you could possibly go either way is the design category, because clearly, you know, Jaws wins in cultural significance. Yeah. But. Oh, I, oh, I, easily, easily. Hands yeah. Down. But I think it's just a shark at the end of the day. Yeah. It's a big yeah, shark. He kills it. He kills it with a. By firing a, uh, an oxen, yeah. Like so it's not. I, I mean, would give a essentially. Slight... It, it 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 can be the pod people are just as effective as people, so they could technically yeah. kill the shark the same way. I would give also. a I would give a but... slight edge design wise to the pod people. So, I said, yeah, the shark and jaws look like complete shit. That's why it's not on camera yeah. often, and it helped the movie in the long run, but it didn't work. All and right, shit. So like. I guess the pod people are gonna win because no one. Yeah, has... I didn't vote. Well, who, who, who are you voting for? Pod people. <laughs> <laughs> I will say for record, I'll still stick with jaws because sharks are my favorite animals, so I can't vote against. Yeah, that. we already had three I, votes, yeah. so I couldn't. Yeah. I really want to go watch Invasion of the Body Snatchers right now. That's such a fun movie. What about the Daniel Craig one? Oh, the Invasion. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fun. I forgot that movie even existed. Uh, yeah, I want to say fuck that, but <laughs> not really. <laughs> All right. Uh, next matchup, we have number six seed against number eleven seed. This is an interesting one. Uh, two very powerful people. Uh, number six seed, the tall man from the uh, Phantasm uh, series. Uh, we have five total film appearances, uh, and his powers include superhuman strength, telekinesis, summon and control zombie dwarfs and gravers, uh, the use of sentinel spheres, uh, regeneration, mind control. He can manipulate time. He has access to alien technology, which comes later in the series. Uh, and he's able to reanimate corpses. So you got a lot there. Uh, and he's facing off against number 11 seed, uh, Pumpkinhead. Uh, ha- he has four total film appearances. Um, and his powers include invulnerability, claws and sharp teeth, strength, speed, durability, regeneration, the ability to inde- in- infinitely track the mark one- marked ones. Um, physical and psychological link with summoners and intelligence. Before we even get I'm started, I'm dying scene, I feel to like see the tall man fight one, Dracula. Yeah. Like I'm dying to see that. Well, unfortunately, they're on both sides of the bracket, so unless they're in the finals, it's not going to happen. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe we can get but, there. But regardless, <laughs> of the, there there could be an argument that either one of these could win in a fight. Mm-hmm. Their power ma- their power sets match up pretty well. I, yeah. I want to say. I mean, clearly, Dowling, you are an expert because of all the research that yeah. you've done <laughs> into this. This is actually the this is the one battle in the entire uh, right. bracket that I haven't seen any movie from either villain. <laughs> uh, although a quick Google tells me that uh, Pumpkinheads three and four were actually TV movies. Oh, there you go. Nope. No. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yes, it does, Sean. You made no man rules. That diminishes the cultural significance. <laughs> Fake news. Fake news. The one category I mean, that's a Trump I've, card. I've always known is, of. Is character design. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, because it's a Pumpkinhead dude in looks, a suit. 
Yeah, I get Pumpkinhead that. looks awesome, yeah, but Pumpkin I've always, one of the Stan I've always seen Tallman. I want to say. Well, it's, but, yeah, it's Stan Winston. Yeah. So yeah, and I believe didn't he direct the original Pumpkinhead? So. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, if you're going design, obviously, I think cultural significance. Tall man wins easily because there's more a, people at least know what it is. A lot you could go around and ask ten people who Pumpkinhead is, they would have no idea. I think most of them wearing a pumpkin. Yeah. On their head. Um, I think the real thing here is who wins in a head-to-head battle. I mean, I am going to go with, I'm, I gonna go with, with Pumpkinhead in a head-to-head battle. Really? Like, if if the tall man has no access to anything, well, he but does clearly. Think, but uh, I'm still gonna have the tall man these win. People in the cage by, by themselves, right? He has I'm weapons. still gonna have the tall man win. He has. No, I think if physically Pumpkinhead could probably. He has the the the, the spheres that yeah. he can use, and you know if there's people in in the ground, he could he could <laughs> use their bodies and fight the Pumpkinhead. And I think the one thing that is going against the Pumpkinhead is the fact that. Even though he is technically like immortal, you can't really kill him. He, at the end of the day, is also a corpse himself. Yeah. He's regenerated from a corpse. So, I don't know. I think, mm. I think, I think there's a slight edge to to the tall man in this. this uh, I feel like this one might have to go down on actual vote then, not just yeah. like. Well, I'm going tall man, uh, Evan. You're going tall man as well. Ah. Uh, uh, I, I I prefer Tall Man. I'd like to see Tall Man win this. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to go Pumpkinhead, though. Oh, Sorry. okay. Yeah, um, I'm switching my vote to Pumpkinhead. Uh, Dan, what do you have? I'm going Pumpkinhead as well. Okay. I do love the Phantasm films, but uh-huh. I kind of want to see Pumpkinhead versus some other crazy-looking stuff. Like, All right. Like this guy that's <laughs> uh, tall in a suit. It has cool powers and mm-hmm. can do some cool stuff. I mean, those fears are awesome. But he's not going to use a fear to take down Pumpkinhead, I don't think. Like, uh, Mike. Uh, based on the descriptions and arguments already, since I haven't seen the movies, I'm going with the tall man. Wow, Jason, you are the deciding oh, vote here. Oh, Jason, oh, this is terrible. Uh, see, go look for a picture I know the least both. about this shit, so I'm just picking my guy off of sheer scare factor because uh, the movie scared me when I was in middle school. I'm just gonna say Pumpkinhead. Wow. All right. All right. All right. So, uh, Jason just got attacked by the pumpkin head. Um, yeah, he's dead. He's dead. Jason's dead. He he had to leave us. Uh, is anyone sad? I'm not sad. <laughs> he was kind of holding <laughs> us down. <laughs> he you know, heard that. It was cool to see scary, and he wanted to scare him. Yeah. So he asked. He he asked for it. Just yeah. remember that. He All right. Yeah. See, so actually, uh, Sean killed him because he took the vote and gave it to Pumpkinhead. <laughs> Eric would be so mad right now. I know. I know. All right, let's move on to. Uh, you can explain it to him later. What happened? Uh, you can. Uh, let's go to number three against the number fourteen. We have uh, the Deadites from the Evil Dead franchise. Uh, four. Dead by dawn. Dead by dawn. <laughs> four film appearances. We're not counting the TV show. Uh, their powers include superhuman strength, endurance, resilience, and camouflage. Uh, and they're facing. I believe it's pronounced Jin. Dijon. Dijon mustard. It, no, it's, it's gin. It's gin. Yeah, that's what I said. Gin. gin. Like there's a D, but it's very, very yeah. subtle. It's yeah. Like gin. Yeah, gin. Gin. Uh, who is the Wishmaster from the Wishmaster series, uh, number fourteen Dijon. seed? Uh, four movies, oddly enough, um, and his powers are he has the ability to grant wishes, which usually turn 
fatal and they're very vague um and it's in exchange for the the person's soul and he's immortal here's my issue with this matchup oh yeah uh the wishmaster doesn't really attack people he doesn't i mean he's basically um a glorified salesman if you really look at it uh he's giving you your basically your wish in exchange for your soul so he doesn't i mean he's he's an interesting looking character i'm pretty sure that's how donald trump won here's the the other thing that's a tail end of that what do all the deadites want souls right yeah well i mean they're asking for souls he could grant wishes then but if we're i mean we're talking head-to-head matchup the wishmaster is basically a pussy when it really boils down to it um, and the Deadites... Even if the Wishmaster wasn't a pussy, uh, I mean, even still, the Deadites are going to win this. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, I, the, the, yeah. the only thing that I, I you could give Wishmaster, or Jin, whatever you want to call him, <laughs> is design, because he is a cool-looking monster, but uh, the He's Deadites... He's cool, but then, I mean, when you have something like Evil Ash, mm-hmm. uh, what he ends up looking like towards the end of the movie with his fucking guar-looking... Yeah. Design. Oh, nice. I yeah, kind of no. like that even more so than Jin. And also, I, even even we're not, in we're not the involving original... the Necronomicon being part of the equation. The Deadites are just already there. They're there. Right? Yeah, yep, they're there. Even yeah. even you could argue if... that the Jin being immortal might know what the Necronomicon was, but that's, does that's, doesn't matter. That's, yeah. E- even with how cool Jin looks, I'm I, design and cultural significance. I'm giving immediately to the yeah. Deadites. I mean, that's so creative. The deer head and shit. Come on. Mm-hmm. All right, ah, uh, let's love it. Let's go to our so next love. matchup. The deer head kill and get out. <laughs> oh, so uh, we have number seven seed against number ten seed. Number seven seed being Candyman. Uh, three film appearances, and his powers include intelligence, strength, and speed, teleportation, levitation, and he's able to summon bees. Underrated movie. The first Candyman. one, very underrated. So good. good movie. Uh, and he's facing, he's facing Lupin the Leprechaun. From the Leprechaun series, the 10th seed. Uh, Oddly enough, seven movies with the Leprechaun. Uh, His powers include magic, teleportation, strength, immortality, mind control, trickery, and telekinesis. He went to space and the hood two times. Look, straight up fuck the Leprechaun. I hate those movies. The character sucks. Leprechauns aren't scary. I like Warwick Davis, but fuck the Leprechaun. He, I love the Candyman, so die, Leprechauns, go Candyman. Yeah, huh. I mean, if we're talking cultural significance, that's the, probably the only thing that I could see the, the Leprechaun taking. Um, I'd give him design as well. No, I think Candyman with the giant hook and the bees under his coat is... Oh, the bees, the, especially so in some cool. of the other movies mm. where he opens the coat and he's got like the... the the, the desiccated the, chest yeah. and everything. I think that's a much better design than just a leprechaun that looks kind of decrepit. Uh, it works for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I enjoy a, a good chunk of the leprechaun movies, but I think Daniel Robitaille takes this one. Mm. Yeah, uh, power-wise, probably Candyman. The, the only thing that does help is the fact that the leprechaun is immortal. So, but you could argue so is Candyman. You could argue yeah. that. Yeah. Plus, the Leprechaun doesn't have any bees, Sean. You're right. The bees. <laughs> Don't forget about the bees. All right. Well, I guess everyone's going Candyman on that one. Um, let's go to the next matchup. 
uh, we're back to zombies uh, again. We have uh, The Living Dead, which are the George Romero franchise of uh, zombie movies. Num- again, the archetype for a modern zombie. Yes. Uh, number two seed, six film appearances, and their powers include they have large quantities, they infect humans with bites, uh, they're persistent, and they're cannibals. And they're facing uh, the aliens from the movie The Faculty. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. which are number 15 seed uh not only just a, a bastardization of the pod people <laughs> <laughs> kind of uh one film appearance uh their powers include multiplying controlling humans shape-shifting and the ability to swim not everyone has the ability to swim what i come in handy with the piranhas <laughs> <laughs> i think um, this should be a clean sweep for Living so dead. many reasons, yeah. I, I'm I'm going again with my Black Sabbath argument. Before Th- this is the archetype of a zombie as we know it. Yes, there are zombie films, white zombie, and all that beforehand. But when you think of like a living corpse zombie that eats flesh, like George Romero, essentially created that lore. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there there is no competition there at all. But there might be later down the road, but for yeah. right now, even, The Living Dead is. Even though I enjoy the movie The Faculty, um, mm-hmm. it's really no contest here. Yeah, I, I couldn't vote for something called Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Getting into yeah, I mean, they, they are human bodies. So, you know, a zombie bites it, it's going to theoretically die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, honestly, I feel well, like if, it, if a zombie bit a body that had the alien in it, it, the alien would probably just fall out, and then you could just squish it. Yeah, because the body would die. Yeah. Yeah. And then there'd be a zombie, like, splitting two, like an alien came out of or something. Yeah, so there's literally no way that this the aliens can win. <laughs> Unless the queen shows up, but we're not counting the queen. Well, the queen right. was fucking great. Um. All right, let's go to our next matchup. We have a number one seed against a number 16 seed. We have Michael Myers, number one seed. Uh, his he has ten film appearances and his powers include intelligence. It listed online. It said near mortal immortality. So uh, does that mean that he's uh, he's close to being immortal? Or I think, I, I it's, think it's, it's one very, of those like it's it, vague. Yeah. Okay. And it's because actually only nine nine movie appearances, mm-hmm. uh, unless you he want to count him appearing on the, the screen in the bar on three. Alive, so yeah, you can't count the, oh, the yeah. slight. Out of out of continuity cameo he has in Halloween three, yeah, that's <laughs> Where true. Like, yeah. Halloween but, on the TV, it's like, oh, you're really trying that hard. Like, I feel like I feel like people are using uh, this near immortality thing to maybe explain Halloween four, how he is basically in a coma for ten years without his muscles being completely useless. Okay, so I, I just want to I just want to throw this idea out there, and it's kind of a theory I've always had. Like, I don't technically count any of the movies past two as the continuity like to me there's two halloween well no because because yeah. to me it's like or steve it, minor with the uh, h2o it, it doesn't they don't really count like he dies at the end of two the end and mm-hmm. then it's like everything else is kind of just like a, a what if um i i, okay. I believe well, michael myers is no the, my point with that is i believe michael myers is mortal uh, I, I don't uh, Jason Voorhees is not is immortal. Uh, I think Michael Myers is is a is a, a mortal, but 
it got twisted just kind of with like shitty production and okay. bad script. Okay, that's fair. But, um, but he, I mean, because the filmmakers killed him off at two. He was supposed to die. They only brought him back in four because people hated three so much. Like, well, I guess he lived. So yeah. did Dr. Lupus. Like, Loomis, like, I guess he's just alive. Like, he if you're going to make the argument, <laughs> yeah, it, doc, Dr. Loomis is then technically immortal too. You, oh, you know God. what I mean? Yeah. Um, he, so he, he does have more power, though. So it's we don't we don't have to just focus on that one. Uh, he also has. I'm just, but it's with the immortality argument. Yeah, that's yeah, the way yeah. I see it. Uh, he also has superhuman strength and, and agility, and he has quick regeneration and murder skills and heavy breathing. <gasps> <laughs> He'd be great in space. Um, yeah. <laughs> Especially in 2001. Yeah. <gasps> He's facing <sighs> off against the snake from Anaconda. Is the number 16 seed. Listen, my anaconda don't want none unless you got buns on. Oddly enough, uh, five anaconda movies uh, altogether. Um, and its powers include strength, dexterity, endurance, resilience, and enhances senses and speed. Uh, I don't know. Both of these franchises have rap stars that survive to the end of the movie. I just want to point that out. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> that is oh true. My God. One twice. But here's the question. Buster Rhymes or Ice Cube? Oh, you mean well. LL Cool J? Oh, okay, them. Oh, that's right. LL Cool J was in H2O. But... We shouldn't be going off of that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I mean, clearly Michael Myers wins this one. Even if it was a head-to-head battle, I feel like he'd be strong enough to either stab his way through the Anaconda after being eaten, or he would be able yeah. to... Uh, that's really cool. You I know, like that. I mean, yeah, this this is a guy who's been burned, who's been crushed, who's been hit by cars, you know, who fought Buster Rhymes. Only two things. <laughs> the only two things that the Anaconda has window. is crushing and swallowing. Yeah. That's really it. That's not that much. Yeah. So. Michael Myers put his thumb through someone's forehead. If we already knocked yeah. Jaws yeah. off of this uh, in tournament and the Anaconda goes further, that's kind of just disrespectful, I think. <clears throat> Lest we forget the thumb and forehead death. Thank you for bringing that one up, Mike. <laughs> Probably the worst kill of any slasher movie ever. He, he he reaches forward and sticks, and you can see it's a fake hand, sticks his thumb into some dude's forehead. Ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Well, clear, clearly Michael Myers is winning that one, so we'll just move on. I don't think anyone wants to argue for the Anaconda. <laughs> Um, let's go to, uh, this is an interesting matchup. Number eight against number nine. We have Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. Uh, one film appearances powers include high intellect, uh, evasion, gunsmanship, uh, intimidation, sophistication, strength, deep knowledge of, of, uh, music and economy. I was going to say deep well, knowledge of pop Huey music. Lewis in the news and Genesis. <laughs> hey, Paul. <laughs> 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 Huey Lewis. You like Huey Lewis in the news? <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's facing off against number nine seed Leslie Vernon. Oh, this is really uh, One film appearance, and his powers include conventional murder tactics, intelligence, and persistence. So we basically have two serial killers here. Uh, one's a little richer yeah. than the other. Um, this one might be the hardest choice. For, for that reason alone, I'm going to go with Patrick Bateman. I feel like no. though Leslie Vernon no. is so he's he knows so much about horror movies. Yeah, that with Leslie Vernon, he he's a little more meticulous with uh, planning the kill. Patrick yeah. Bateman just Patrick sort Bateman of Patrick Bateman goes snaps. sideways and 
then he's just trying to fix it. And he technically does fuck up in his own movie. Mm-hmm. He thinks that he's going to yeah. get caught. Um, you know, Leslie doesn't care if he gets caught because he wants to either die or. And his design is better, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By a mile. Yeah, well, Patrick Bateman doesn't really have suit. one. Yeah. Let's count the ring. Yeah. Here. I love me some Hold Patrick on, Bateman. hold on, no, no. The novel's no, amazing. He does. He does. That was, uh, 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 what's his face? Christian Bell got in specifically that type of shape to play that role. <laughs> okay. That's a design. All right, fine. That's a design. It, but it still, I mean, no, Leslie it still Vernon, loses. Yeah. But I'm gonna say that there's a design to that character because Patrick Bateman is a serial killer because he's crazy. Yeah, Leslie Vernon's a serial killer because it's what he's always wanted to be, and that's mm. all he cares about is becoming a serial killer. That's why I feel like he kind of has a slight edge in head to head combat. Um, and honestly, like if we're going cultural, sig- and here's the other thing: if we're going off of movies. Patrick Bateman got killed by a little kid. I can't argue that. <laughs> I mean, I was going to I was leaning towards Leslie Vernon anyway. Yeah. Um and that's actually yeah. what my vote's going to be. Uh Leslie Vernon for me. I, yeah, so Evan Same. Evan you... I I'm I'm going to be the minority here and stick with Patrick Bateman, but um all right. Mila Kunis killed Patrick Bateman <laughs> as a kid. That's true. And then true. Uh, killed uh, Captain Kirk. Yeah. In the sequel. He actually could have had a third appearance in the Rules of Attraction. They were really trying to oh, get yeah. him to show up. And then he was just like, nope, not <laughs> <Yeah>. doing it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, they filmed it yeah, with someone way, else. They just cut it. American Psycho 2. Just throwing that one out there. That's fuck what I'm that talking movie. about. Yeah, but... William Shatner. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, that movie sucked. <laughs> wasn't it straight to DVD as well? Yeah. yeah, I don't think. Oh, I'm sure it was. Yeah, but all right. It's not TV. It's not TV. Nope, it's HBO. <laughs> uh, <laughs> moving on, our next matchup we have number five seed against number twelve seed. This is interesting. Uh, number five seed, the Blair Witch. Uh, three film appearances. Uh, her powers include dark magic and ghostly powers, illusions, and psychological abuse. And she's facing a fellow woman, uh, Syl from the Species franchise. Uh, number 12 seed. She has four film appearances and her powers include super hu- superhuman strength, regeneration, shape-shifting, powerful tentacles growing from her nipples, and intelligence. I was going to make the argument that the Blair Witch probably doesn't exist and then I forgot that they made that new one where they clearly show the Blair <laughs> That's Witch. That's not the Blair Witch. Oh, come on. So... So <laughs> it's not. So I guess, I guess Dan Dan read the same interview I did. What is it? It's one of the. It um. It's one of the yeah, people you, that you eventually see the one, been prisoner by the Blair Witch and gets turned into. Remember when she has this thing growing in her foot? Yeah, like the, the, the idea black is girl, that, that infection continues. She will turn into that. They don't explain it what? anywhere in the movie, but that's what, what that is. That's not the witch. I didn't. I didn't get that at all. I know. Because yeah, of that, no I, one did until you, know you what? freaking read what the writer says. I don't care about the Blair Witch hasn't appeared in a movie. It hasn't, so... Well, neither has Death, but still, is he's on the list. Yeah. Uh, just for that alone makes me want to go with Syl. I was going to yeah. go with Syl, but for completely different reasons. I mean, I do think that in, in, a, in a, a fight between the two, I do think that Syl does have a slight advantage. I mean, she she has more powers, and she is, after all, an alien. Um, you know, some may argue that Blair Witch is an alien, too, <laughs> <laughs> judging off the last movie. Oh, yeah, it is an alien. Oh, God, that movie was so bad. For like five seconds, everyone was like, this is an alien movie. Oh, God, dude, that movie was so bad. Yeah, I know. Um, Oh, no. I mean, my official vote's going to be for Syl, but... uh, Yeah, I agree with you. 
Uh, mine's actually going to be the Blair Witch. All right. I think the one thing that I, Blair Witch does have is cultural significance. But if we're going off of the it, fact that we have never seen her, she can't win design. So that's that. That's true. I would give the design to Syl anyway, even if you counted Giger. like the freaking Todd McFarlane toy. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would say like <laughs> just from being able to screw with time, being able to disorient Syl, anyone with like changing up the woods, um, just. You know what's hey, funny though? The problem, you know she what's... only has power in those woods. I know. And the, and the funny part is is if that if the new one never came out, none of that would exist. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. That's very yeah, true. the new the new I, one actually I like ruined. Although, I mean like what with with Blair Witch 2 we had Oh, God, being able to on, drive, I, I hey, I'm just going with it. Come on. Uh, being able to drive people crazy to the point of like, didn't some of them commit suicide or like kill the other people yeah. without knowing and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Blair Witch. So, I mean, see, I'm actually that, that, a, an that, apologist that, for the Blair Witch. Uh, but that all makes you wonder: is like, can a witch's because psychic powers like affect an alien? I don't think so. I mean. Depends on how their brain is set like, up. Yeah, it's like, do you need to be a human for a depends theoretically dead witch ghost <laughs> to affect you? <laughs> what, uh, Dan, what are you taking for this one? This pick is solely in spite of something else. So I'm going with Syl. And I already said H.R. Giger. That's all I need to say. All right. I For a second, I thought maybe you might go Blair Witch, but. I'm glad we don't have to go for, for the tie. <laughs> I can't say Blair Witch only because of the last movie. Like, it, it would actually be more compelling to argue the Blair Witch in the well, first one. Like, I is would it say real? If, is it if you if you read if you watched like Species three or four, you might end up thinking the the same thing. Like those movies were just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even see four. I saw the I saw the third one, and it's just like, no, I'm done with you. But we're uh, again, we're not arguing quality of movies. We're just arguing for the characters. So no, that's true. But I mean, it's sort of like that very same thing as what Evan was saying is his reason for not. Uh, yeah, well, we already established that we shouldn't be basing it on the movie's quality yeah. itself, regardless. No, no, right? but no, but yeah. it's it's what the last Blair Witch did to that character mm-hmm. that dis- that takes it out. No, I, I understand. Like, yeah, yeah, I could argue all day about how powerful the Blair Witch is, but there's no point. What in the new forever. one? Yeah. You like the new one? Not, <laughs> no, not as, no, no, I'm not going to start, but... <laughs> you like you no, like the new... I don't I hate it. Friend, I can't, I don't I can't hate be it. friends with you anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I agree with Dan. I don't hate it, but... Oh, I It's definitely it. misguided in a lot of parts and things that it, it does. There's another word for that. It's but, called awful. Yeah. <laughs> it's called bad. It's called a bad movie. Uh, I, I think it just relied too much on thinking it was going to get a sequel. Mm-hmm. Wow. They thought they were setting up a mythology. No. no. Well, thank Sorry. God for that. Um, a, thank you, box enough. office. <laughs> anyway, moving on to our next matchup, we have number four seed against number thirteen seed. We have number four seed, the thing. Uh, technically, wins. whatever it's up against, it wins. <laughs> technically, three film appearances, uh, and its powers include shape shifting, which is basically it. Um, you know, assimilating what is killed and taking their form. Uh, and we have Sam. From Trick or Treat, the Trick or Treat movie, uh, number 13 seed. His powers include immortality, possession, magic, regeneration, teleportation, reanimation, wall crawling, hu- superhuman strength, and manipulation of fear. Oh, fuck. I have to go with Sam. Damn it. <laughs> Why? Fuck. Oh, I really wanted to pick the thing, but there's too many powers to... to yeah, but yeah, it's more than just powers. Like, cultural significance, the thing, all the way. The design, probably the thing. Oh, the design. That movie is yeah. gorgeous. Uh, 
Or only powers? Like carpenter the thing, or is it you, you can, can be head, any of them? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Head to head, maybe Sam. I've seen Sam take a shotgun to the head and come back. But you know what? Yeah. If the thing were to somehow infect Sam, game over. I yeah. Yeah. Game over, man. Game <laughs> yeah. over. We have to. We have to believe that that's possible. That Sam could get infected, but we have no reason to believe it can't. I mean, the thing yeah, is able dogs to. Yeah, be affected. Yeah, exactly. People affected. There's. I mean, you know, there's no reason to think it couldn't. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. Not just, I'm not gonna pick, fall down on Sam's side. I love trick or treat. I'm glad that we're getting another one at some point. Hopefully, we get to see more Sam. Mm. But I think it'd be a shame if we. We didn't have the thing. Yeah, I think some of these other yeah. guys. Yeah, I, I, I'm going with the thing. Yeah, this is an obvious one. All right, let's move on to the next one. Uh, this is interesting. Uh, we have <laughs> the Firefly family from uh, the what? What do they call the series? Because there's, I mean, there's only two of them. Different. Was there? Like, I mean, either call them the Devil's think... Rejects or the family or the Firefly family. I mean, that's what they're the Firefly. Family. That's why I call yeah, it. But I'm saying like yeah. the movies, like there are two different yeah. titles. Yeah, I they're the Devil's Rejects. We'll just say the Devil's Rejects uh, from the Devil's Rejects series. Two movies, uh, and their powers include teamwork, torture. Teamwork. <laughs> <laughs> to be fucking they are fruity. family. Uh, <laughs> psychological terror, persuasive, and murder skills, and they're facing and up- art skills too. Otis knows how to make a pretty good art piece. That's true. However, doesn't really help them in fighting. No. Um, they're facing a number 11, 11 seed, Angela Baker, from the Sleepaway <laughs> Camp series. Uh, total appearances. Oh, yeah. man. You had to include Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, dude. That movie's great. Uh, <sighs> three film appearances, and, and its powers include... <laughs> it's... Uh, <laughs> he... Deception. His, his powers. Well, we live in a day and age now where we're not sure. Whatever you can they, say, they. That's not, that's not allowed to, yeah, whatever that's not they, allowed to be scary anymore, Sean. Yeah, whatever they feel like being at the moment. Sure. Uh, or what they're told they are. What bathroom they can go in. Yeah, I know. Uh, avoiding detection, archery, stealth, murder skills, master of disguise, weapons, expertise. That was literally the absolute most random, crazy twist ending <laughs> to a movie ever. You think? Like, it, it was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> this doesn't make any goddamn sense. I feel like uh, uh, there's a clear advantage from the Firefly family because there are three of them, at least, you know. Yeah. If you're not including you Tiny <laughs> and Rufus and yeah. Mama. It depends because like Doctor C. Well, I mean the one the ones that we saw through to the end, yeah, yeah. are just that core three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love me some Angela Baker, but <laughs> yeah. how much do you love? I'm me sure some you Angela? do, Dan. How much? <laughs> About that yeah. much. You can't see that. Though. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Um, uh, but I love the Firefly family way more. I think I that really, and, yeah. you know, as 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 crazy as they are being angela baker yeah um i feel like the fireflies just they have the ability to endure too yeah and just <laughs> just i mean i hate to say the term but just fuck the shit out of her <laughs> it whatever it is um so by, just by that regard and also i think design is slightly better unless you're going by the fact that the final shot that's the only design part of angela baker that matters night shot yeah um, yeah cultural significance i actually would slightly 
give Angela Baker the edge in, in cultural significance. People have heard the term sleepaway camp, but they don't know what it is. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, but I feel have like right. yeah, and, and just they... just from the Firefly family's movies being two completely separate different titles uh-huh. yeah. screws with that con- uh, yeah, significance. Yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to the Firefly family just because I mean it, there's too. that obvious edge, but yeah. I just want to make the point real quick that again sleepaway camp is like the most standard boring slasher movie until the last three seconds that's why people like it and it was it's one of those things where you're like what the it's so fuck? weird that they made sequels to those two because it's like you already well, they know. also they also did the halloween treatment where after a certain sequel they made another sequel that didn't make the other ones count too that's yeah, one of those that they got that's really weird yeah there was actually there was actually a fourth sleepaway camp where they brought back the actress who mm-hmm. played angela it, it's really interesting how they did that too. Wasn't it uh, that, that, Bruce Springsteen's that, sister that played? What was it in two and three? Two yeah. and three. Yeah. Bruce Springsteen's sister, sister played yeah. Angela in two and three. The the girl who played Angela in the first one is obviously not the body at the end. That's some person that nobody you knows. Mean they who actually that didn't hire a man to play the whole the whole <laughs> no, part. No, no, no. But you know, at the end they. You hired mean a man they didn't put a latex mask mask over a dude? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's exactly yeah, I believe I, I believe I heard them say they uh, they hired a small Filipino man, put a mask <laughs> on, him, and got him drunk. Yeah, and, and no one knows who it is. It's just some, and it looks so creepy. I'm pretty sure it's she so was a creepy. minor during that movie too. So she was the actor, regardless. the actor playing the dick at the I can't end. Remember her name on the top of my head now, but I know it. It's just well, clearly, Firefly yeah. Family's winning that one. So, <laughs> yeah, but Sleepaway Camp needs to be talked about whenever you bring it up. It just has to be discussed. How can you it's not? Like, <laughs> it's like, what is that? Why did someone make that a? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, All it's right. It's just so random. <laughs> it's just so fucking random. All right, our next matchup: we have number three seed against number fourteen seed. We have Jack Torrance uh, from The Shining. Uh, only one film appearance, uh, and his powers include intelligence. Some may argue that. Uh, f- physical strength, speed, and he's a skilled axeman. Not X-Men, axeman. <laughs> um, and he's facing off against number 14 seed, seed Sweeney Todd. Uh, only one film appearance, and uh, his powers include handling razors. And that's it. Can I, and singing. B- before we and even a start, sick voice. <laughs> can, I, can I just say that uh, I feel like Johnny Depp shouldn't go any further in this tournament. Uh, oh, I thought we were, this was going to yeah. be a clean sweep. I mean, uh, actually, uh, The Shining is my all-time favorite movie. Some people know that on this podcast. Some people don't. And I'm going to go against my all-time favorite movie. I'm picking Sweeney Todd. Why? Because Jack Torrance is just a crazy man who went crazy in a scary hotel. Sweeney Todd was cunning, and he killed a whole bunch of people to try to kill S- Snape. So, but and he and he sang and he however cut with razors and killed way more people and had a bigger plan. He had a chair that moved and everything. I think from a villain perspective, no, 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 no. Sweeney Todd. No, no, no. Sweeney Todd is a dude with a razor. That's all he is. He can sing. Great, whatever. Jack. Okay, Jack is a dude with an axe. But he has the Overlook Hotel spirits behind him. Oh come, give me, give me a fucking break. D- listen. Jack was a guy who went crazy in a hotel. That hotel might not even have been haunted. We don't even know at the end of that movie. We don't even know if there's any fucking spirits in that movie. So I don't know. Wendy does see that weird bear giving head to the butler. Yeah, and a bunch (laughs) of skeletons in the lobby. And the little boy Uh, sees the twins. And you know what? If 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 they can unlock Jack from from the the pantry, why can't why can't they help him in a battle? 
look, all I'm saying is Jack Tor the, the Shining is an outstanding movie. It is my favorite movie of all time. Period, hands down. But from a from a villain perspective, I got to give to are Sweeney you, Todd. Are you scared of Sweeney Todd? Does, no, does I, Sweeney Todd I just, scare you? No, the the girl from the ring in the closet and the alien from Signs scare me. If you me. take a razor out of Sweeney Todd's hand, he's not scared. You can even argue that Sweeney Todd isn't the villain of his movie. That's true. But and he's the anti but I'm, what I'm saying is he had a better plan. He well, he had a plan. There was there was a motive. He was a serial killer. He he purposely was killing people and turning them into meat pies for Helena Bottom Carter to serve to people. Like that's classic horror shit. The Shining is a very abstract film. It's obviously a horror film, but I don't consider Jack Torrance to be a villain. That's He's the thing. Todd was crazy. killing people like in a very meticulous, planned way. And that's the only way he killed them, for the most part. Okay. Yeah. Well, he, Jack, well, he might not. Jack. He might, ha- not he might have. Might not give him a chance to have a plan. No. <laughs> Jack only killed one person in that movie, too. So. There was only four people. You have to understand. I'm arguing against my all-time favorite movie, but I'm giving it to. Sweetie I'm sorry. Todd. I disagree. I'm. You know. I, and Mike, I think that you really need to step in here because. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm sure. I'm listening because I'm just trying to think of like, oh, it is tough for me, honestly. Um, it should not think be this like, tough. <laughs> Share your thoughts. I, I, it shouldn't be. Uh, Rick, I'm, I'm thinking of the rules now. I'm thinking design, Sweeney Todd. Cultural yep. significance, The Shining. Yes. Um, even though Sweeney Todd's been a musical for fucking years and years but no one knew it's, about it until um, the movie. but yeah but that's the thing like that no one no one really knows but about Sweeney, it until but a movie came also out a, a, um, a character that goes back into hundreds of years of folklore and it was a musical since i think the 50s or something so just throwing that one i wouldn't out. I, I would like i wouldn't have known that until now was like was like a uh uh basically like a bigfoot like uh oh like it, it became yeah. i think you so, I, I, I feel like we're having the, i feel like we're having the same cultural significance argument that we had with like samara versus the creeper yes uh, like how like okay big probably big character over uh across the pond where you know jack Maybe The Shining is big over there too. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's big everywhere. Oh yeah. But uh, The Shining's oh, a better movie. I'm not arguing that. Yes. I'm no. It, it's, yeah. it definitely is. But we're talking about the monsters. <sighs> Come on, Mike. You oh, know what to God. do. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Depp and white face paint. Because you know what? If yeah. I don't know what to do if we tie here. I honestly don't know what to do. No, that that is the thing. I, I think, oh man. Should I should I text Jason? See if he's still up? <laughs> Who's Sweet. A, well, you know, you know what he's gonna say. Who can who can we ask at this? At, who would answer right now? Who who would text Benny? <laughs> well, uh, I'm sure you can ask Eric. Uh, maybe, maybe Jobo. What he'd say. Jobo. What would he say? I don't know what Jobo would say. Eric would definitely go Jack. Yeah, I think. Look, I mean, look, we we can come to a tie, and Sean, you can break it and go with with. Well, with, well uh, first Jack. of all, we need to ask Mike. Who are you picking? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm kind of leaning towards Sweeney Todd. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I am. From, like from a monster perspective, because if we're we're looking at it, if we want to look at it the same way, this is sort of the same argument that we had with Patrick Bateman versus Leslie Vernon. 
One's just like a creature of impulse. And the other one is a lot more meticulous. But so, you know, the, cage the, match, the, the, the same argument you had that like it. Jack might not give him a chance, I feel like it was the same thing as Patrick. Look, I I get that that Sean and Dan fucking yeah, hate Sweeney Todd. I actually I like Sweeney Todd. I, oh, okay. I, I, do, I like Sweeney Todd. So. Okay. Yeah, just... I like I like them both. But okay, so you know the the tournament that we're doing. Characters. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So who would you pick between Jack Torrance or Sweeney Todd? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> who, who was that? That was Jobo. He picked Sweet, uh, Jack Torrance, so he is a tiebreaker. All right. All right. I concede. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I concede, but I, I'm still, I'm still standing firm that I really think this one should have been a sweep for Sweeney Todd. I'm sorry. Okay, that's fine. All right, let's move on to our next one. Big news: have... rigged election. <laughs> Listen, Sweeney Todd only won the popular vote. He didn't win the electoral college. We have Billy, who is from Black Christmas. Uh, technically, or Black Xmas. Whatever you want to call it. Uh, number seven seed. He has two film appearances, which are a remake. Um, and his powers include genius level of intelligence, strength, speed, endurance, murder and torture skills, manipulation, un- unpredictability, and a high-skilled knifeman. And he's facing off against the number 10 seed, which is the entity from It Follows. Uh, only one appearance, and its powers include superhuman stamina and strength, invisibility to to anyone who doesn't possess the curse. And Th- it's also can't die. Yes. And it, I mean, it's not that it can't die, but you can you can chew it away. We don't have enough evidence. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, theoretically, if you were to pass it, then it's not your problem anymore. No, if it, it kills somebody else, <laughs> if it, it goes back down the line. Oh, well. Yeah, that's the rule of it. So when you pass it yeah. on, you're not free. It'll always be your problem. It's always a problem yeah. if people ahead of you die one by one without passing it on. Mm-hmm. And you don't know now if it comes back at you until it's too late. Here's the yeah. thing. Is Billy going to have sex? Probably not. Exactly. <laughs> That's the only thing that this matchup is based on because I would completely go with the entity from It Follows as far as yeah, powers, like, what it can do, how insanely crazy it is. Like, mm-hmm. Billy's just the guy with a knife. Yeah, but you know what? Because if if, here's the thing. In order for the entity to face Billy mm-hmm. in the cage, or to say, and he would have already had to have sex with somebody infected. Which with probably it. hasn't happened. <laughs> and he would die. That's yeah, yeah. But, so, but we, yeah. but, but that's a big. But if. see, you already earlier in the tournament we had um, dressed to kill. He couldn't fight because he needed to be. Yeah. You know, it, so this one's another circumstantial match where it's like maybe anybody else mm-hmm. it follows would have a much. Yeah, and I think that's the interesting part yep. is that you know I think we can safely say that Billy has never had sex with anyone before. <laughs> Right. I'm going to make a safe assumption on that. Um, so I feel like the, the yeah. head-to-head battle wouldn't even happen. No. Uh, yeah. So we would have to go off of cultural significance and which design, I, which well, the entity is, has no design. Yeah, there's no design. So, Well, no, the entity's and, design is you know people with white and different deformities and stuff like that. But that's, that's not that's really a design, but, though. That's... Yeah. Um, and honestly, like, I feel like 
It Follows is so recent that the cultural significance isn't there yet. It might yeah. be one day. It might have recency bias mm-hmm. if, like, you start talking to, like, someone and be like, oh, I remember It Follows. I saw it last year. Mm-hmm. But uh, Black Christmas, like, people say that that's the movie that inspired Halloween even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, you know, depending like on that, who this that, has, that like, has history behind it. I feel like Billy's definitely not a strong contender for the rest of this tournament. But in fa- as far as this matchup but goes. as far as the matchup goes, because of the fact that It Follows is literally sexually based, mm-hmm. and that's the only way it can become involved in the situation, yeah. it wouldn't even make it to the fight. I agree. I agree. sucks, yeah. because I, I would I love think... to see the entity go further in this tournament. Yeah. Like I, I loved it follows, but it loses all three categories to me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. With, I actually one hundred percent agree with Mike on that position. Okay, all right, and we're moving to our very last matchup of this of this tournament. Before we get to round. that, real mm-hmm. real quick, can we just once again discuss how weird the ending to Sleepaway Camp is? Like, how the, <laughs> just, it doesn't make any sense. Like, it's it, none, none of that. It, for, sorry, keep going. I just. I'd rather talk about how good the ending to It Follows is because you still don't know whether or not he ever slept with those hookers, and that's like the best part of that ending because there's somebody behind. At least, at least no. How many how many uh, female dicks are in that ending? Yeah, come on, really. All right, Uh, no sleepaway camp. (laughs) Our (laughs) last matchup, we have number two seed against number fifteen seed. We have uh, number two seed Hannibal Lecter. Funny because I originally had put only four film appearances because I completely forgot that Hannibal Rising existed. Uh, and he, so did everybody yes. else. Don't. But technically he has five uh, appearances and his powers include he has a genius level of, of, of intelligence, strength, intimidation, murder skills, psychology, advanced knowledge of art, music, and food. Um, and he's facing off against the crawlers from The Descent, number 15 seed. Uh, two appearances. Uh, their powers are a, a, a adaptive to cave environments. They're nocturnal. They have heightened sense of smell, sound. They're expert climbers, and they run in packs. See, this one you is know? actually really, really hurt by TV appearances not being included. I don't think it matters that much. Like, what what part no. of the TV part do you think? Because Hannibal from TV could defend himself much more sufficiently than the one from the movies did. Well, we never got to see that in in the movies. Exactly. Like he's attacked somebody when they weren't expecting it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this Mads really, Mikkelsen was fucking some people up when they were coming this after. This really him. sucks that I unless have to he vote went swimming. Against, yeah, that's the only. Guy. I have to. I have to vote against uh, Hannibal Lecter here. It, wow. It's just from from a monster movie. Mashup head to head. If you would have put Hannibal Lecter up against Patrick Bateman, maybe I could have had a, you know a really good. Yo, know, he would never let Patrick Bateman get him drunk or you know whatever. But well, I, ha- I have one. I have one for that. Um, Sorry. As far as as, as far as as far as the crawlers go, if if we're if we're battling in like say a glad- gladiatorial pit, and you have any sort of light, they're done. Yeah. They 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 can't they can't do, they can't do anything. It, it has. But what to if be, what if we're in a dark cave? That's not a, a gladiatorial pit. That's what I'm saying. Maybe like, there's a gladiatorial pit in the dark cave, Sean. You don't know. No, that's <laughs> the thing. It's like unless they're fighting in complete darkness, the the crawlers will literally just do nothing, and they they might even die. They you won't know? be able to see it. They won't be able to see anything. I mean, they might be able to still have some other senses, but they're heightened because they're in the dark. And I feel like because of that, Hannibal wins by default as far as the combat goes. Even though there's a bunch of them, once you put them in an open setting, they're done. Hmm. And obviously, cultural significance, Hannibal wins that. Yeah, cultural significance goes to Hannibal. Oh, I think design a, goes to the crawlers. Well, 
Hannibal's uh, just the dude. Yeah. I mean, so the so the so, so it's the really then it's up to the battle and then and the battle that's all up to that's all up to circumstance. Then it's like it depends on what kind well, of fight it is. Well, we just took the entity out of this for circumstance, so yeah, we can't that's true. Say that. Yeah. I mean, I really feel like, I mean, none of these battles are taking place in anywhere. And other Hannibal than, Lecter is smart as fuck. He'd yeah. realize that they can't see anything and take advantage of it. And he'd probably have like a flashlight or something. Yeah, as a know. pen light. He's a doctor. He's yeah. a fucking surgeon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those are way too many obstacles for the crawlers to come back from. Right. Yeah, I guess I'd have to go. I'd go with Hannibal there then. Evan, you does that sway you? I thought you I was going to go with the crawlers, but I, was, I, I'm I going really with hate, hate, hate to have to vote against Hannibal Lecter, who is an amazing movie monster. Oh, you're not going to change your mind, uh, huh? But I'm not. My mind is not changed. I shall not be swayed uh, by your sorcery. I pick <laughs> if Hannibal Lecter becomes a spelunker, then we'll talk. But that's not yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah. You know. I just imagine Hannibal Lecter being a spelunker and dying, and that's it. And like it, right there. He's too right smart there, to go no into a contest. dark cave for no reason. <laughs> yeah. That's again, true. again though, like like if you would have put Hannibal Lecter up against Patrick Bateman, we would have had a great discussion. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna have to go with the crawlers. And Dan, are you going? Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with Hannibal still. Okay. I, mean, I feel like it's good to have some of these more recognizable. But normal people. As we, like keep we have going, Henry I, in there. I, I, we have I agree. I just Henry's have in there. We got Lecter oh, in there. Like we got yeah. There were plenty of upsets. Yeah. I mean, Victor Crowley was an upset. Uh, we had Chucky was an upset. Well, Victor well, Crowley versus Chucky. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's what okay. We had uh, what was it else an upset? Uh, Ghostface got upset too, right? Ghostface got upset by Henry. We got that nice John Doe win. Oh yeah, that's the that's the biggest upset. I'm sure, honestly. You know, not really. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Annie Wilkes upset Jigsaw. Um, the uh, the creeper's not really an upset. Uh, what else is do we? Uh, the Pod people upset Bruce. That's kind of an upset. Uh, yeah. Pumpkinhead upset the tall man. That might upset a few people. Um, and uh, Michael Myers the snake. <laughs> <laughs> we had we had Sill upset the Blair Witch. Um, yeah, so those were the big upsets for this this first round of the tournament. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's. It was really funny if it was Sill versus the entity. Sill would have lost. Probably, yeah. <laughs> easily, <laughs> easily lost. Um, so that was our first round. Those were uh, let's let's ta- let's go over the matchups real quick for the second round. We have uh, Freddy Krueger facing off against the Graboids. Uh, we... Freddy can practically turn into a graboid, which is kind of interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah that's tr- well, if the graboid's asleep, at least. Yeah. Um, we have Victor Crowley versus Frankenstein's monster. That's interesting. Nice. Uh, we have uh, Carrie. Oh, my God, the same actors played. Remember in Chillerama, he played Dyer Van Frankenstein? Oh. Kane Hodder's played both of these. Okay. <laughs> uh, we have uh, Pazuzu facing off against Carrie in the second round. Uh, we have the Grudge. We're just gonna call her the Grudge. Facing off against Dracula, we have Leatherface against John Doe. <laughs> <laughs> we have Henry facing Annie Wilkes. Ooh. Uh, we have Ooh. the Hills Have Eyes Cannibals facing Norman Bates. We have the Creeper facing Pinhead. Uh, yeah, that was oh, one we saw earlier. That was gonna be pretty, pretty good, I think. Uh, we have Jason Voorhees facing the Infected from Twenty Eight Days Later. Uh, we have the Gremlins. That would be fun to watch. Yeah, it would be. Uh, we have the Gremlins facing the Pod People. 
Uh, we have this is interesting. We have Pumpkinhead facing the Deadites. Oh God! Yeah, uh, we have Candyman facing the Living Dead. Uh, we have Michael Myers. Th- listen to this one. We have Michael Myers facing Leslie Vernon. Nice. Oh yeah. Uh, we now ha- we're really talking <laughs> yeah. matchups. Oh, how about this one? We have Sill facing the Thing. Ooh. Oh. We have the Firefly family facing Jack Torrance. <laughs> <laughs> and we have Billy from Black Christmas facing Hannibal Lecter. Dude, that those are some da- these are better matchups than were original, I think. This this oh, this yeah. got good. Well, yeah. that's because it's seeded, so it's going to be like exactly. the best versus the worst in the very beginning yeah. until you get to the middle. Was... That that was that's fucking good right there, yeah. man. I like like that. All There's right. some good matchups in there. All right, so that's uh, that's the end of the show. Uh, the second round will also be its own special episode, so we'll have to do that next week. And the third round will not. The third round will be part of our. We'll be part of the show. show. Yes, correct. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's our episode. Uh, and I'll plug the website for Jason because he's not here. Uh, he got killed by he got killed head. by Pumpkinhead. Yep. May he rest in peace. He uh, might come back as Pumpkinhead at some point. Though. Oh, you know what? You're <laughs> right. He might. Uh, we'll have to ask him next week. Um, you can follow uh, Jason at. Oh God! Now I have to remember what his Twitter Jay is. Green eighty nine. Jay Green eighty nine on Twitter, and that's right. Also, also known as at Pumpkinhead. <laughs> <laughs> and you can follow the blah blah tw- uh, Twitter page at blah blah pod one. Um, and the website is blahblahinc.com. Uh, I think that's all he does. Uh, Hashtag Pazuzu melts still beams. <laughs> 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 oh, God, I forgot about that. Uh, the uh, Oh, you can follow me on Twitter at the underscore Brack Show. And, yeah, uh, anyone else want to plug anything? Uh, Dan, why don't you plug? I have a Twitter that I barely ever use, but you can follow me at at F-A-T-A-X-666. Mm-hmm. All right. I post action figure shots sometimes about it yeah Uh, Yeah, i plugged myself yesterday (laughs) i believe that's called pegging mike Mike, what do you want to plug anything today (sighs) other than jason's sister (laughs) that was so bad (laughs) so is the other mike (laughs) uh no there's nothing nothing crazy going on yet i guess you know um i'm I'm a little more active on Instagram than than Twitter, so that's uh, MF Dowling. You might see some artsy stuff, or you might see my cats. Probably cats. <laughs> yes. More than nine out of ten chance you'll see Mike's cats. Uh, more than half of my pictures are cats. I've counted them. Is is your dog called my cat? My cat. Yeah, from Ghostbusters. <laughs> right? Want to bring your cat to work? Yeah. No, that's my dog's name. His name is my cat. <laughs> my cat. Yeah. Evan, Evan, <laughs> fucking plug yourself. Uh, I don't have anything to plug other than my parody account, which I plugged uh, already. So, and what's what's your parody account again? Uh, at real Donald Trump. It's a great parody account. Uh, I post a bunch of really crazy things that couldn't possibly nobody could take seriously. So, uh, you can follow me there. All right, nice, nice. Okay, and uh, we'll uh, we'll be back next week with round two. So check out that, and uh, everyone have a good night. And night. And wish Jason a speedy recovery.